Broadcasting from the Young Idea Studios at Guest and Gray, this is KFNY, True Texas Radio. T minus 10 seconds. It's time to go racing in the Dirt Talk Nation on KFNY, True Texas Radio. Oh, yeah, we are in the Dirt Talk Nation episode seven. We want to thank all the tons of people that tuned in last week to make it the highest listen to show yet almost 14,000 people we continue to get it all booked up for you get as many guests in studio as possible and right now I got two guests in studio with me as always well not as always but on a regular basis the promoter at Devil's Bowl and RPM Speedway we got Lanny Ross Edwards down there at the other end how y'all done tonight and then we got the driver of the 121 the one and only Mr. Bobby Ruffin how you doing buddy Glad to be here, sir. Appreciate see, it. There we go. See, that's uh, when you talk, I get to turn it up, make sure you're good to go there. And uh, later on in the night, we'll get to have uh, the driver of the number four uh, Les Butler Racing South Dallas Battery and Electric IMCA Sprint Car, Austin Mundy. We'll talk to him about, uh, oh, I don't know, flipping over about five times down the front <laughs> straightaway. On he's the, young. He's young. Yeah, yeah, he's he's like, oh, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, he's what? 20, he's in his early 20s, man. Yeah, he's young. Yeah. Young dude. But uh, Good guy, though. Good guy. We yeah, do want to hey, we do want to say, look, this segment is brought to you by our good friends at Smiley's Racing Products and Hoosier Tire Southwest. Since 1968, Smiley's has been serving racers around the world and helping you get to the checkered flag first. Smiley's provides track-tested parts and advice at all five of their locations, including Kennedale, the Woodlands, Sherman, Oklahoma City, and, of course, their main showroom in Mesquite, Texas, and worldwide at smileysracing.com. Call Smiley's toll-free, 866-959-7223, where they look forward to servicing all your race car needs. Now, they probably get a pretty good bit of business from all the guys here at Devil's Bowl because Devil's Bowl is in Mesquite. Obviously, Smiley's is in Mesquite. How often do you have to head on over to Smiley's there, Bobby? <laughs> I should own stock in it. I'm a frequent, <laughs> I'm a frequent visitor. Frequent flyer. I frequent flyer miles have accumulated, I promise you. Do y'all get like, look, for you guys, y'all get like a little VIP card or anything like that that, you know. Tom and I are real good friends. I do a lot of work for him. Fifth and, uh, tire free or something. He's a, he's a great guy, and, and uh, we like to support him. Uh, Tom's a good guy. We had him on last week. It's a fun show, and uh, He's been around racing a long, long time. We had uh, we had him on. It was good stuff. And of super course, guy, super guy, very humble. He is actually yes, a super nice guy. Uh, you know, it's uh, it's crazy. So, LR, before uh, before you got here, I was telling. He's 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 whispering on the phone. I'm on the radio. Don't call me, LR. I was explaining to Bobby about the. We had some. Uh, look, we had a huge crowd last Saturday. Let's start we had with a good that. Crowd last night. Man, uh, last, last Saturday, Saturday night. Uh, the first thing I want to actually shoot a fruit, uh, fireworks. I love. Shooting yes, we fireworks. did. And I do have like a serious, serious question to ask you about last Saturday during uh, the final 
race. Uh, J.D. Fry went tumbling head over heels, and you know J.D. will be fine. Surely we were concerned with him, but uh, uh, a spectator was hit by a chunk of clay during I've that called, race. I've called three times. Okay. And I haven't got any response. Okay. I know a couple of people have tried to get a hold of him. We hadn't got any response back. I hope she's okay. I do too. It was I was I was like literally sick to my stomach, worried about it because she's like seven and a half months yeah, pregnant right. and she got hit by a big chunk of clay. Right. And, and I definitely hope that everything's okay. Going back to uh, J.D. Fry, his daddy John Fry, is one of the first guys I met when I moved down here in 1978. 1978. So I've known I was him. four. Uh, I've known him a while. <laughs> I've known his daddy a while. Anyway. Uh, yeah, that was an interesting wreck. I was standing out there with Miss Beverly, actually, because uh, she had come out to watch Martin race, and uh, we were standing right there on the front stretch, and it seemed like J.D. and, and Dalton Stevens got a little tanged up and uh, a little tangled up, and J.D.'s left front tire, I don't know how it happened, but his left front tire went over the right rear tire, and when he came down, the nose of that sprint car stuck right in the clay. That's called climbing on tire. And then he went to... I Once mean, you touch it, it kind of pulls you over it. And then, well, when it pulled him over, it, it pulled his yep, nose right into yep, the clay. And there was, the a, clay. There, was, <laughs> there was a chunk about eight foot long where the front of it just slid through the clay and everything else went to flying. And uh, I think Bobby's taken a few rides like that, haven't you? I have. I have. I've done exactly what you said. <laughs> <laughs> that was right several got several in your tracks. <laughs> how many, uh, Bobby, how many different clays... Right now, you drive the 121. It's limited modified, yeah? Or no? Yeah. Yes, limited. Yes. And um, uh, we've got a, a modified as well. I've been driving some, some other guys' cars as well. So. Yeah, you had a couple good nights in the 88 Triple X while Clyde was, uh, little Clyde was out of town. And little Clyde vacation. was out of town and, uh, and got a call from Bill Dennis and Big Clyde and uh, Tom Converse. And so we uh, naturally accepted the opportunity and I appreciate it. And we were real successful. Yeah, you have a pretty good run out there. Yeah, uh, we won. Uh, I think we, I think we drove it three times and uh, won two out of three. Had a little mechanical failure on the last one, and uh, ran second, but uh, tried to get it back to, uh, tried to get it fixed, but uh, we battled a little bit with, with uh, breaking early in the night and uh, still ran second. So it was pretty successful. So not bad. Two first and a second in three races. I think you, I think you may survive with that and you may be all right. That's right. Uh, now, you, what's your? You've raced all the classes, yeah. Uh, yes, in your sir. in your course of racing, how long you've been racing? I've been racing twenty five plus. What did you start out racing? Street stock. Street stock, and yeah. when did you start racing at the bowl? Uh, LR, you might could tell me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you can. Uh, ninety eight. Is it ninety eight? Yep, yep, yep. I'm on you quite a while. Yeah. Yeah, I started at uh, Thunderbird Speedway back back early in the day. I was I was uh, pretty young, and uh, I guess probably 25, maybe 26 or 7 years I've been racing. Started so, uh, out in the street stock, migrated up to a hot stock, went to a modified, been racing modified for a long time, raced pretty much every other kind of class from midgets to sprint, modified. Hell, I hired him. When yeah. Martin started racing, Martin was young, what, 14 years old, 15 years old? Real young. And, uh, and I hired was. him and Jimmy Goodwin yep. to pilot two of my cars, and Martin was in the third one yep. kind of, to kind of teach Martin how to race. And Martin does all right these days, I think. Plus, I needed the cars, right. but anyway. Plus, he, <laughs> <laughs> he, 
Yeah, we. I appreciated that. That was uh, pretty much my first. Uh, I'd, I'd driven a sprint car just once or twice prior to that, but I was very appreciative of uh, LR, Big Lanny, to put me in a sprint and had a good time doing it. So uh, what is your favorite class that you've ever raced just to, to drive in? Uh, I would say that I'm a modified guy, but, but I really like the characteristics of like the wingless uh, midget. Um, that that's that's really a riding a rocket you know with with very low weight big horsepower small cars so i like that but all in all i'm a really a, a modified guy at heart modified limited but not uh, a big open wheel guy you're not i, I, no, do, you do, I do he runs a chili bow yeah He's, he he likes open wheel <laughs> yeah yeah i i really like the open wheel uh i just i guess financial reasons opportunity <laughs> reasons that that uh, I've got more experience in the modified direction. Uh, if if I had an endless budget, then that would be different. Right. But uh, I do like I do like to sprint very well. Um, love the chili bowl. Love the shootout. And um, been we were pretty successful running with uh, Billy Franklin. Uh, he and myself had a team of a midget. We were running down in the Houston area a lot. We're pretty successful uh we won a lot of races down there in our midget program and um liked the wing sprints as well but gotten most of my experience in a modified won a lot of races now how many times hold have on, you raced hold on, hold on. No. <laughs> right, speaking of that oh lord here we go uh-oh okay let's start with this uh how many championships you have well i've raced i really hadn't chased points a lot but i've won two i guess at your i've won three championships yep. but i hadn't really raced for championships 99 uh, mod champion 99 modified champion at your track wasn't it yep yeah and so uh how many feature wins how many feature wins do i have yeah at the bowl you're gonna have to tell me 21 21 in See, total all right did you have this on hand or did you go call walter Hey, don't 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 say that. His phone will blow up. Don't give him a go give him a statistician whatever you're calling. Oh, a statistician. Uh, yeah, yeah, there it is. Uh, you won in a factory stock. I never knew you to win a feature in a factory stock. Well, they they everybody else wrecked a, is what he said. Was a street stocker? I wanted a street stock at your track. The, yeah. The last time I raced a street stock at your track, I won a big show in it. Okay. I raced Terry Carter's car. And I won in it. And uh, I guess the very last time I drove uh, a street stock period, I guess, I won a 3,000 to win show over in Fort Worth. So I hadn't, hadn't driven a street stock. I had had a discussion with a friend of mine a while ago, uh, Jordan Hammer, and we were discussing potentially driving one of his cars at a big show at Boot Hill coming up. So we'll see how that turns out. What is your uh, what What event do you look forward to the most, the shootout or the Chili Ball? Uh, or another one. Or another one. I, yeah, it can I be like, something different. If if uh, for example, we won the summer nationals in the eighty eight car this year. I like any of the the winter nationals, summer nationals, any any kind of big event. We're we're trying to get together. Uh, we kind of had a black cloud over us with some motor problems this year and uh, struggled a little bit, little bit with that. Uh, we got Gary McInturf on board at Speed Special D's trying to correct some of our issues, and we want to. I think the, it's a race for Alex at a, a Lone Star that we won last year. Um, 
and that race is coming up this weekend. Would like to uh, try to make that two in a row, but not sure if we're going to have our motor program back together. So we'll see. Uh, but but any big show, and it, we've been fortunate to to run a lot of big shows, and we've won a lot of them. So um, over the years, you know. So any big show, really, I look forward to. Uh, it's still an adrenaline rush. People say, you know, why do you, why are you so why are you so uh, on edge? I I think if you ever lose that edge of of wanting to succeed and do well, I'm not nervous about any physical crashing issues or anything like that. I'm nervous to perform well. He's he's passionate about very, it. Very very passionate about our sport. Yes. So now, passion is good, man. I get you know, there are, there are guys who get they they may get a little uh, bad rap because they're high strung or whatnot, but I, I just see it as very passionate. I mean, look, I'd be high strung too if I'm out there just banging all my money into the wall, and I'd be pretty upset about it. But uh, you know, you got for the most part. I mean, there's not just a whole lot of, I guess, detrimental driving on the track. And I'm telling you right now, I, I always sit right next to to the scoring ladies, and they're always on those receivers, and they let them know real quick that will not be tolerated. Period. This is your one warning. End of story. Like they well, don't play around, man. Well, if you're like Bobby, he's got his own stuff. You don't want to tear up your car, right? Or anybody's other guy's stuff. It don't matter. You don't want to tear up your car. You know. That's correct. That's true. When it's coming out of your pocket, it's 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 kind of like how we try to teach our kids growing up. If you never worked for it, you ain't, you don't respect oh, well, it. Well, you know. And, and there's a lot of kids like that, but there's going to be crashes, like Austin. We're talking about. Oh yeah. Uh, Martin used to do it, man. He used to knock nose wings off every week. Uh, it happens, yeah. but they'll they'll grow out of it. They'll get some some seat time sooner or later, right? At well, least you hope so. <laughs> it's not that I don't like you, son. I just can't afford you. You know that's the deal. <laughs> All right, y'all. We're gonna take a quick break. We got Lenny Edwards. We got Bobby Ruffin coming up in the seven o'clock hour to be awesome Monday. Text your questions in to the Young Ideas Text Toy. 469-355-0362. It's 469-355-0362. We'll be back with more Dirt Talk National KFNY, True Texas Radio. Forney Embroidery is a full-service embroidery and silk screening business. We offer embroidered silk screen scrubs, golf shirts, work shirts, restaurant uniforms, reflective safety gear, caps, jackets, hoodies, and so much more for virtually any business school or team. Find them on Facebook or online at ForneyEmbroidery.com or just give Crazy Dave a call at 972-636-8379 and let him create you a company logo or work on getting your existing logo applied to garments and promotional products that promote and advertise your business and services offered. That's 972-636-8379. Forney Embroidery is a proud sponsor of TrueTexasRadio.com. Hello, this is Will Riggs, owner of True Texas Radio. Do you want to hear your ad right here on TrueTexasRadio.com? Always wanted to advertise on radio but thought it was too expensive? Well, we have advertising plans to fit your budget. As a small business ourselves, we understand the challenges you face to get in front of the right customers to increase your business. Let us show how you can increase your exposure and your business through the power of radio. Contact me at TrueTexasRadio at gmail.com for more details. Again, that's TrueTexasRadio at gmail.com for more details. Hope to hear from you soon. At Forney Family Dentistry and Orthodontics, we want to give you a smile with style at an affordable price. Get braces for as low as $88 a month. Join our family of racketeers today. 
we make it fun with exclusive events just for you. For added convenience, you can have your teeth cleaned at your ortho appointment. Give the gift of a beautiful smile for as low as $88 a month. Call us today for a free consultation or visit us at ForneyFamilyDentistry.com today. Do you know what's in your family's water? Book a free in-home water analysis with Blue Bonnet Aqua Systems today and find out. Blue Bonnet Aqua Systems aims to protect your family from the contaminants found in our public water supplies and reduce your home maintenance costs and provide clean, contaminant-free water to your home. Call 469-331-0013 today to schedule your appointment. Book your free water analysis today and receive dinner and a movie just for having us out. Call Blue Bonnet Aqua Systems today for clean water and the peace of mind you deserve because your family is worth it. Hence, 469-331-0013 or find them online at bluebonnetaquasystems.com. We are back here in the Dirt Talk Nation. Of course, Will Riggs with you each and every night. This segment brought to you by Devil's Bowl Speedway. While the Texas summer heats up during the day, the racetrack heats up at night. We invite you out to our weekly championship racing this Saturday night featuring the South Dallas Battery and Electric IMCA Sprint Cars, USRE Modifieds, SL Neighbors Roofing Limited Modifieds, and the Factory Stocks. Not to mention great food, cold beer, and great family-friendly racing action. Gates open at 6 o'clock. Green flag drops at 8. Call the box office and get your tickets 972-222-2421. And get more information online at devilsbowl.com. It's Devil's Bowl Speedway where fast is fun. There you go, Ella. Well, I was going to apologize to... Any of the fans that heard a few foul language, uh, a little foul language on the front straightaway the other night, the guy, he apologized. Uh, I mean, he was, he felt like a douchebag. Which but one? Anyway, the, the, it the, don't the matter. Insti- it don't matter. The instigator of the race? No, Or the guy no, no. Who with the colorful language. I know that guy. Well, both of them have been dealt with. All right. And got their punishment. And so... Lance Plant we'll has on. texted in. He wants to know how many good close races have you and Max Eddie Thomas had over the years in the modifieds? Oh man, I tell you, he's a good shoe. He's a good shoe, and uh, I won a championship uh, when he was just moving up to a modified, racing his dad. And uh, his dad was an awesome driver. Still, I, I think he, if he could get in the car, he'd still be an awesome <laughs> driver. Uh, but but he's a third generation guy, but he and I have had a lot of good races together, and you know, uh, most of most of my roots come from small dry slick stuff. We've raced Devil's Bow on occasion uh, throughout the years. I love the promoters, I love the whole family, but uh, we really come from a, a small track dry slick application that that uh, we've we've been, you know, uh, successful at. But to answer your question, myself and and Max Eddy, we've had numerous, countless races. Uh, together that have just and you know sometimes we've been aggravated and uh but we're adults you know we're grown men and and we move on and smile about it and uh that brings people back when when he and i get together and start putting on a good show man it's it gives me chill bumps you know to go back and look at the videos sometime that he and i were you know we've we've i don't know how many but countless he's uh matter of fact lance uh plant sent that in aka i call his car the baby oil express because about six weeks ago he put on facebook hey what does everybody use to keep the mud off your car i still use baby oil and it started this whole long conversation of you know guys were like i like 
I, I still use baby oil because it's fun to go with your buddy and buy an entire case of baby oil and just give a weird look to the lady checking you out. And I was like, that's pretty funny. So, uh, yeah, I've, I've dubbed the 29X of Lance Plant, the baby oil express. And actually, next week's guest here on the Dirt Talk Nation, Lance Plant and Max Eddie Thomas together for the two hours. So... Wow, that's going to be some fun times right there. Two good guys. Yes. Yeah. We're, uh, in the very near future, we will have our chief flagman, Wes Goodwin, on the show. I told him, I said, I'm going to be, be texting in like nobody's business. Is this chair big enough? <laughs> has, it been, has it been test stress tested for, for Wes? No, I was like, uh, you know, uh, we'll talk about flagging for five minutes or so, but I don't know what we'll do for the other hour and 55 minutes. We'll figure it out, I guess. Oh, oh he can he can feel the hour. Let me tell you, I did it for 18 years. <laughs> it's not easy, job. <laughs> no, I've got a lot of respect for him, too. He's a good guy, too. No, good for, just, good I, friend of mine. Yes. I, like to give him, I like to give him lots of grief. He's always trying to swag the half of the you know pot when we do the 50 50 he's always trying to you know finagle <laughs> swindle somebody out of their money he, he claims he's not but not west not west not west at all hey bobby uh, yes sir for people that don't know you and i'm asking this question so that i just told you the story mr philpot i never knew what he did i thought he was a plumber for a lot of years because his sponsor uh was a plumbing contractor mm -hmm. so i just assumed and you know what assuming does yes <laughs> so what do you do for a living and you want to give your company yeah. a spot yeah plug that yeah i own a1 services it's a uh residential and commercial construction company we do uh, uh a lot of remodeling uh like i say commercial residential we do a lot of service work uh so stay busy and i seem like i burn the candle at both ends when you own your own business who are you there, telling? He's done, work, he's done work for me. He done work for me. He does good work. Yeah, there, there is, there is no hours really. There's no clock. So, well, see, now I know because I always have people going, "Hey, I need this fix or I need that fix." In our, we have like an HOA yes uh, uh, group on Facebook or whatever, and there's yes. some always somebody needing something done. So now I know. I just tag Bobby Ruffin, and go. he'll come take care of you. I appreciate it. Uh, and we always uh, step aside and let you take the mic and, and thank all the uh, sponsors that help make uh, make it possible for your car to be on the track week in and week out. So without further ado, handle it. Hey, hey. We want to give a big shout-out, really, to the main guy that keeps my program running, and that's Bradley Martin. And uh, without him, I would be... Uh, Bradley. Bradley, big Bradley. I would be struggling. Uh, we have uh, Freedom Chevy on board which is a great set of guys there Kyle Battalion, George Davey they help out a lot and uh, uh, we've been on board with them for several years I've, I've driven for George Davey way back when I raced a little at the bowl in a in a Ford we were we had a pretty well, fast Ford back then. It was. It was fast. That's, that's a fast that's what, Ford back in the day. That's what Max Eddie's driving in his modified these days. Yes yeah well I'm not an anti-Ford guy um, because we were we were real fast in ours, and thanks to George Davey. Um, but Billy Franklin, Big F Racing, Texas Auto Sales, pretty much sums it up, and A1 Services. So we kind of uh, try to keep our equipment, keep it nice, keep it fresh, but uh, it does take the help of sponsors, and I'm very much appreciative for all of them. Let me ask you a question, because I... I, I I've been meaning to ask a lot of guys this. Is How did you pick your color scheme of your car? Was it just something that came together, or did you already have the idea of, like, that's the colors you wanted to be? Well, I think this particular color scheme on, on this set of cars originally came from uh, the Freedom Chevy, somewhat of a color scheme. So that's, uh, that's where we're at on this one. 
in the years past we've had some we've had some <laughs> that forward was pretty wild <laughs> that forward was pretty wild you know there's always been a a, a theory of, of, of don't go green but we had a green and black car that would that would flat move out and yeah, uh all the mail. yeah we were we were sponsored back then by pantera which was damage plan at that time and and uh that ford would move out see because i like um one of the things is as being the announcer you know we have to look tell people what cars and what position and stuff there are some cars if i didn't know who was in the car like if i didn't know that car i would have no clue what the number is because like oh look i have a black car with black numbers and i'm like why 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 is that and then it gets so busy People oh, and then get yeah, the, the car so busy that really look. I don't want to call him. I love him. I think he's a great driver. But Tucker Dowdy, mm-hmm. if I did not know that Tucker drove that two X, I would never believe I, that it said two X on the side of it. If I hadn't been standing next to it at least ten times beforehand, no, it's the difficult score is to read. Real the same way. Yeah, it's it's difficult to read. Uh, he's coming. He's coming to his own right now. He's, uh, he's oh, he's a great fast. man. He can get after it. He's boy. pretty fast. He's pretty like, fast. His dad's a great guy as well. I've been uh, watching Dalton Stevens. Matter of fact, and I was he's like, a man, good shoe too. I've been like, I, I've known that name. I know that name. And so we started talking. He used to race at the go-kart track where I originally started calling races because really? my wife raced there. Oh. And I like, he was 10, 11 years old at the time, yeah. you know, and now he's, you know, now he's you know, racing with the big boys and, yes. you know, and doing well. Spring, and he does very well. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I've been watching that kid racing a long, long like time. Say, they're young. Yeah. And then that's, well, that's how they get, they start racing that young. And then, oh, look, they're 20 years old driving a, dang sprint car next thing you know oh look you know oh hey y'all turn tune in on sunday yeah. uh you know was it? it's not even it, they changed it now it's not the sprint cup anyway it's a monster energy cup now is that what they're calling it oh, nap car hey nap car he uh, yeah. hey do you have any uh you have any pre-race quirks superstitions yeah that's a good question Myself, yeah, yes. Rough. yeah. I have uh, a positioning of my steering wheel, which is kind of a minor deal. I'm sure everybody has that. Uh, I kind of try to, I wouldn't use the word meditate, but I try to take a deep breath and focus because it's not just a God-given talent for somebody to go down there and just think they can get in a car. You know, there's a thousand people in the stands that have won championship after championship just ask them they'll tell you they're they're the bleacher racers you know they they think they can they think they can do it until they get in there but what i do is try until to, they start the car <laughs> until they start yeah it's a big big difference but what i try to do really is is focus which would allow me to hit my entry points it would also allow me to not you know i'm there to race the track and um I've tried to help a lot of guys along the years. So you don't, don't you you don't get caught up in what the dude's doing on the outside. No, I no, I I talk to myself when somebody tries to rattle me. Like if I'm leading a race and somebody pulls up next to me, I wave at them. Don't come up here and try to intimidate me, brother, because I've been here before. You know. I hear you. So I just take a deep breath, and when somebody's kind of like tapping me in the in the rear, if they're that fast, come on around me because I'm, you know, I, I you try ain't to move out of the way. You well, got to earn I, it. I try to purposefully. Uh, uh, take deep breaths and not get uh nerves that would actually allow you to kind of are mad make mistakes yeah yeah upset man yeah so i tried to uh you know i try to focus and make sure that if i could hit every lap the same way and be within one tenth of a second on my times then i've done my job if the car is bad i try to do my you know my best to change my driving style to adapt to what the car wants to do and i think that's 
part of the definition of being a, a good driver is being able to adapt to what the you know because you can't change it once you're out there so and the track changes all the time it does it does i try to set my car up for you know midways on and i, I may be a little snug at the beginning of the race but wait till the end because we might be coming it's not well, how don't you pay nothing to win the first to lead the first lap i know it you gotta lead the last lap That's right. all right y'all we're gonna take a break i just got an interesting question texted to my personal cell phone that we're gonna ask next stick around you're listening it's bobby ruffin lanny edwards and yours truly will riggs you're listening to the dirt talk nation okay and why true texas radio some pains really do require a house call like the panes of glass in your home Call Glass Doctor. If your insulated windows look foggy, temperature changes have affected the seal, allowing moisture in. We needn't replace the entire window, just the insulated glass. Glass Doctor has the prescription for all types of glass, from patio doors to mirrored walls, storefronts, and safety glass. We're here when you need us with 24-hour emergency service. Call the Glass Doctor, we'll fix your pains. Hey y'all, this is Will Riggs, and with temperatures on the rise, a lot of us are going to be cranking up our air conditioner for the first time in quite a while. But before you do, call my friends at Forney Air, 214-924-9745, and schedule an appointment for a complete AC system checkup for just $40. Yeah, you heard me right, just $40. Let Forney Air make sure your system is ready to go for the blazing hot Texas summer. Call Forney Air today, 214-924-9745. That's 214-924-9745. Four or five, and don't let the Texas heat get you down. For that complete AC system checkup for just $40, call Fournier at 214-924-9745 or find them online at fournierandheat.com. At Young Ideas, we bring you the best in home entertainment and help you save money on all your television needs. Whether it's for your home or business, Young Ideas has you covered. We're a family-owned and operated dish-authorized retailer serving Wills Point, Terrell, Forney, Mesquite, and surrounding cities. Call us today at 214-499-4285 and we'll help you pick the right package. Once again, that number is 214-499-4285 or find us online at youngideastv.com. Young Ideas is the official dish provider for the Mesquite Championship Rodeo, Dallas Marshalls Football, and KFNY True Texas Radio. Hi, I'm Dr. Melina Cosby. Do you miss eating foods you love? Are your dentures loose? Tired of yucky paste and glue? At Forney Family Dentistry, we offer implant retained dentures for a confident smile that fits your lifestyle. Call us today for a free consultation or visit us at ForneyFamilyDentistry.com today. At Forney Family Dentistry, we make your whole family smile. Oh, yeah, we are back here in the Dirt Talk Nation. This segment brought to you by RPM Speedway in Crandall, Texas. We invite you out to a weekly championship series tomorrow night as we feature the IMCA Race Saver Sprints, the Mr. K's Appliance, USRA Modifieds, Limited Modifieds, Factory Stocks, and the AS600 Mini Sprints. Great food, great family-friendly atmosphere, and coolers are welcome. So come on out for a great night of racing. Gates open at 530. Green flag drops at 730. Get more information online at rpmdirt.com. All right, we are here. If you're just now joining us, our guest is the driver of the 121, Bobby Ruffin. And, of course, the promoter at Devil's Bowl and RPM Speedway, Lanny Edwards, always joining us in the first hour of the night. So now I need to ask this question. This comes from your good buddy, Martin Edwards. Oh, Lord. (laughs) Ask him about crashing into his own trailer at the races one night. (laughs) <laughs> he might have to refresh my memory but i think it was uh the brakes went out yeah yeah that's right that's right coming into i think it was at devil's bow wasn't it i think so yeah 
Yeah. Why does he have to bring that up? This, yeah. wait, you wait till I get a hold of him. Hey, now. look, Martin was on the show last week, and I promise you, people brought up plenty of stuff for for Martin last I'll week. I'll tell you one a funny story, and this is a true story. I was on the front straightaway one time, lining up cars. I don't remember who was flagging. Anyways, we're on a yellow. I think Bobby was the yellow. I look. I look. I don't know. I look up, and here he comes, right out of four. I mean, full blast. Well, I didn't have no. I wasn't going to run, so he just kind of wiggled a little bit right around me. After the race, he goes, "Man, I'm sure glad you didn't move." <laughs> I was like, "Well, I knew you wouldn't hit me on t- intentionally, you know. I knew you wouldn't run on me." Yeah, over be still, me LR, be still. Don't move. Yeah, don't right, move. Right, right. Is that one of those ones where you just tense up and you're like? No, I had faith in he wouldn't. He wouldn't hit me intentionally. Last week it was uh, actually last Friday night. Frank Flood was in town at RPM, and he was driving Martin's sprint car, and he kind of spun out in between three and four. And I'm tell you, if he if he was six inches from the wall, he may have been an inch. And I'm here right now. I looked over my shoulder. Martin was so tensed up. But he was—he just put his head down. He just cringed. He's like, "Please God, don't hit that wall." Yeah. And I was like, "Man, I—I I could hear your butt pucker up from here." You know, <laughs> Frank. Frank is also a, a very, very, very good driver. Yeah, he—he uh, he went out there and wore it out with the mini sprints. Oh yeah, uh, it's hard to beat too, him but, in a mini sprint. But uh, yeah, he—he he was in uh, Martin sprint, and boy, I could—I'm telling you, I could hear Martin pucker up so tight when that ball—he got but, so close to the wall. He's like, "Oh no." Uh, I think Bobby can tell you to just come and just sit in somebody's car and go out and race it. It's uh, it takes a lap or two to get used to it, you know. It does. It does. Especially if the the setup guy, you don't work with the setup guy. Yeah, so. we talked to Martin about uh, he drove somebody else's, and you know Martin's kind of under tall, and he had to tape blocks or two bumpers to the pedals or his feet to drive, and I'm like, what? Get out of town. He's like, true story. It happened. <laughs> Uh, he's a little vertically challenged he's, yeah a little vertically challenged he's a little you know squatty as uh, we call it i love him though he yeah. drives a little bit he rode up on this little bitty motorcycle and i was like hey it's a cool dirt bike or no mini bike he's like no this is a regular bike and i'm like okay i want to see wes get on one of those that'd it's be one fun thing we don't need is another motorcycle in the shop yeah you hear that martin no more motorcycles no more. in the shop until we get rid of something Tell you, oh, tell you get rid of some. Okay, that's, there's the caveat right there. If you sell some, you can get some more. Is that how it works? Uh, yeah. Uh, Bobby, you got engaged this year. I did. And I'm thinking, man, I seen it on Facebook. You were somewhere when you did this. Yeah, tell us that story. How'd that go down? You were I'm, trout fishing. Were you trout fishing when you did this? No, I wasn't trout fishing. Or, or uh, but snow, we did go, we did or, go trout or fishing. Or snow skiing, one of the We two. went snow skiing as well, several times. So... I'm uh, marrying my best friend August 26th, Mary Davis. August 26th. Congratulations. It's a race Thank weekend, isn't it? What's the deal? It is. That's, a ra- that's it, that success it, it, weekend. Well, I didn't. Well, hold on. Yeah, them priorities are getting in order now. There you hey, go. Well, you know, like there are some guys that be like, hold up. Uh, championship weekend is the 2nd of yeah, September, well. so we can get married on the 9th, you know. Uh, there are some people that uh, – they get. I, I, it was a couple that last year when I was working at the fan. You know, of course, talking football and baseball and stuff over there. And there was a couple, and they were like, "I don't understand. Why did you do that? Why did you get decide you were going to get married on opening weekend of the NFL season? You know, like, I don't, how's that work out? You know, I'm like, well, you know, I guess it happens. Like LR said, there's uh, there's the priorities here. 
There must not be nothing good. Oh, that's right. You don't race for points anymore. If you're no, in the middle, I of, really have, if you were in the middle of a points race, really though, if you were in the race. middle of a points chase, would you be like, uh? Let me tell you, in the mod, I think you race for points in the modified, and then he raced for points in the sprint cars. That's just because he had to, because that was his ride. But uh, roughing ain't a points guy, really. No, that's correct. I think you'd be different if you started at a track and was in the lead for the get go, but. Then again, when the big shows comes up and he's got to, he won't be there, I'm telling you. <laughs> we won a championship last year at your track uh, in a modified for uh, Ricky Barnes. We were driving for Ricky and Sheila Barnes, and uh, we were driving an LG21 car, and it was a good car. Good car, good people. Won the championship and was uh, was pleased with that. But like LR says, I really hadn't really hadn't chased points my whole career, just, just a couple times. So You just chased the adrenaline. Chase the adrenaline, and I like to, I like the big show atmosphere. I like the, uh, you know, I mean, it's, uh, I like to win the, uh, the, the larger paying shows. It's just kind of, it's, it's a thrill to go race with. Sometimes there's a hundred cars. Sometimes there's three hundred cars. Every racer likes to race in front of a big crowd. That's I mean, great. it's fun. Yeah, it's fun to race in front of the atmospheres. Well, I'm gonna tell you right now. Charged. Last week at the Devil's Bowl. That's probably the biggest crowd we've had. All year. In, in, well, uh, aside from World of Outlaws or, right, or right. Spring Nationals. Right. Uh, probably the largest one all year. Right. Uh, of course, then we had the big fireworks show that went down, uh, which was good. And somebody asked, it was funny because somebody was upstairs. They're like, hey, why are we doing it between these two? It was between the limited modifieds and the factory stocks races. And I'm like, because well, we got like three guys that race in both classes. So. Well, that's true. And, uh, we were getting on time restraints Martin's at that Martin's got point. to do that, and then he'd be right back in a car, so that wasn't fair to him. But the real reason I did that is I have a little respect. And about 1030, I'm thinking, guys, we got to shooting off these bombs, and his neighbors over here in Creek Crossing are going to get <laughs> pissed off and start calling the law and the track. And, and I just don't think that's right, you know. Well, and and I see, like I see your side. I love the fact that you respect the, your neighbors. That you like, hey, I want to get this done by a certain amount of time. Yeah. I want to get. It. But on the other side of that, I'm like, Devil's Bowl's been there since what year? Well, and don't, and don't you, matter. hey, look, you if know. you built your house six blocks down the street from the Devil's Bowl, that's your fault. <laughs> I know, but you gotta have you gotta have. Uh, a it's a mutual respect, respect uh, yeah. but unfortunately, there's probably the people that. They bought their house six blocks from the Devil's Bowl, and they still call every single week- weekend. There, there are a few, but not many. Not many. I've raced all over the country, and let me just tell you this. This comes from his dad. Great guy. Don't want to make you mad. Didn't want to make you mad. But uh, as far as running a show in a timely manner, it doesn't get any better than right here beside me. Because you pull out on the track. You don't go six or eight laps around until they get their stuff together at the track. Mm-mm. and You know, you pull out on that track, you're going racing turn four, buddy. I'm just telling you. And so to expedite a if show. If I have to wait on you, you're going to the back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, there's some there's some detrimental. If you don't pick up the pace and, uh, and, and get with the show, then you're going to the back. But if you think about it, the fans are going to be tuned in for a good, you know, maybe three hours. And so right. got to get this thing to where they enjoy it they'll be back next week i've raced at shows where i was racing at daylight i won a five thousand dollar show one time and i was racing at four or five in the morning wait to get the money get out the hell out of there yeah we 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 won the money but we were racing dang near daylight but that's insane yes yeah we've uh, last friday night was uh 
It was a late night at RPM. Almost. Well, we're, we had a lot of classes. We yeah, had we, had, we, had, we had six classes last week at RPM. So had a lot of cars. Yeah. And a lot of cars. We had, uh, f- just like at uh, Devil's Bowl, we had four. And we ended up with six heat races for the limited modifieds last week. So you wow. started. 41. 41. 41 cars. That's awesome. And limited modifieds last week. So we had to break them down. And it got to be where it was. Yeah, but and we get after it very quickly. I'm like, those guys are pulling off, and the next, you know, the next set is pulling on the track. And you know, this is my first year working at Devil's Bowl, and I, I love it. Like, I look forward to race day. We were, every we were done with heats week. at 9:30. Yeah, by 9:30 we were done with heats, and then, uh, the the, uh, I think the biggest holdup of the night was the 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 limited modified B May <laughs> caused a uh, caused a bit of a problem. Uh, not only getting it cleaned up, but then getting everybody situated and and off the track and all Every, the... everybody has to be on the same page, including the record drivers, because you can sit there and dwell on a wreck. Well, what happened? What you know? Look, look we're not here to discuss what happened. Let's get these cars off the track because we got to finish this race. Right, Dang, so Bobby, you want to run a record for him? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you want to do that? We can do that. No, get that taken care of. Uh, but take, no, it was the whole team. no, it does. And one guy jacking around or sending the wrong line up to somebody or, or something like that can hold the show up, you know, five, ten minutes. Oh, it's five minutes. Well, you do that four or five times a night. Yeah. Yep. We're dang near up to an hour, guys. So, you know. Well, I would tell you this. You know, working alongside Stacy and Lisa, they zero play <laughs> in those ladies' games. They're veterans. Zero play. Well, you got to keep your head in the ball game. And, uh. God forbid somebody show up to that track without a receiver. Like I would hate to be that guy. Yeah. Because you are going to get it. You better One act heat like race. you lost it if you don't have it. One yeah. heat. Hey, you best <laughs> to throw it out in the end of your car hey. under your seat. Yeah. You know Go out saying? there with one heat race. One heat race without a receiver, and see if you don't have somebody knocking on well, your door. That, that that one guy. Well. Well, he can screw everybody up. You yeah, know? because he does. Doesn't nobody's telling no where. And then, go. And then yeah, we had to no take way. an extra lap around for somebody but to come on, out I on the a, track. I got a question for Bobby. Okay. You race a long time. Correct. Do you know who you're fixing to pass or who you're running behind? Ninety-five percent of the time. No. You don't. Really? When I throw a yellow, you don't know who was in front of you. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, I, yeah, missed yeah, the, yeah. I missed the question. Okay. Yes, I do. The yes, question do. is, when you when a yellow comes out, do you not know, or do you know who you're racing around? That's correct. Oh, yeah. Then why do these guys try to get three or four spots back when they know? Well, I thought you were trying to what? be a statistician again. But, no, no. But but I yes, just asked a question, and that holds, and that's what holds. A, if everybody gets in single file or whatever, we can get them, get them checked off. And the sooner, let me bring this up and put it in everybody's head so they'll know. To play this game, and that's all it is as a game, guys. To play this game, the quicker you get lined up, the quicker we're going back racing, the less time that guy has to change a tire or right, right. pull a – so that's one of those I've been one of the guilty ones before that my receiver had quit working or my earphones or something had come – I've been there. But I'll pull up to a guy next to me and point at my, my ear like – I, like I don't have a radio, and I'll get some assistance from somebody on the track. But it's, uh, but I've been there before, you know. So unintentionally, but but I've been there before. Always good stuff. I, you know, I love having LR because he knows knows he knows all the 
track stuff. And he'll be like, oh, what about this and this, that, and the other? I'm like, that's a good question. Good question. Go ahead. Go ahead, LR. Just keep asking those good questions. <laughs> yeah. What's well, the, uh, it just gets frustrating when, when you got one guy or two guys that think they belong up here and they keep on rooting up there trying to root up their guy. They're, they're gonna, I'm going to put you where you go where the judges say you go, not where your wife says you go. I or think, where uh, you think you go, but where the judges, my judges, have you go? That's from uh, from my standpoint, like as the announcer, right? It, it drives me insane when you got okay. So the Delaware restart, yes, as I've been educated on how this works, uh, is when you get the guy, one guy out front, who are the leaders out front, and you always got whoever is on the outside of the second row who's in third place, always trying to inch around, getting up in the hip pocket of that lead car when they're coming out of four, trying to get a jump start on that. And uh, I tell you right now, they, they Lisa, Stacy, and uh, at RPM, uh, you know Martin, man, they will in a heartbeat be like, "All right, look, you do that one more time, and you're going to the back." Well, you got to have car length on the on, on the on second, second place, place guy. Who yeah. was in front of you before the caution, anyway? Yeah, and he's well, done it before see, everybody does it. I see both sides fudging, of that now. So. Fudging, fudging. I see both sides of that because I cannot stand to be behind somebody that won't aggressively like. Like, say I'm two or three rows back. I can't stand for somebody in front of me to drag their feet, and now we're, we've lost. Have a car between them and the guy in front yeah, of them. Now, we've lost three spots before we ever even hit the flag stand because this guy won't take off. So, right. You know, I, I've, I see both both ends of that. So. That's true. When you're, uh, when you're in the lead during a caution, right, and you're out front, mm-hmm. and you're trying to set the set the pace before you're you know, going in down the back stretch into three, are you one of those guys that does one real slow? So when you hit the gas, you... Wes, Wes calls them the rough and restarts, but <laughs> I, I, I try not to do the same thing twice. I try to, uh, you know, this. I try to element of surprise. They're not going to know when I'm going to take off. Um, sometimes if a guy below me running second on the inside right behind me tries to crowd me, you know, that if he does it once, I'm going to take off a little sooner next time because he's not going to do that again. But... I just uh, I try to make it an element of surprise when I'm going to take off, and uh, I try not to do any you know dirty pull stuff, but uh, brake checking. Yeah, I don't I don't do any of that, but they're not going to know when I'm going to take that, off. That that so. tears up. All that does tear up cars. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not a brake checker, and then once they bounce off of me, then I'm in the gas. So all right, we're going to take a break, but I'm going to ask you a question that I want you to answer on the other side of the break because you're going to probably have to think about this one. Okay. I want you to think about the worst wreck you've ever been in where you might have contemplated you know probably don't want to get in that car again we'll talk about that next it's the dirt talk national camp and watch your texas radio we'll be back with more after this do you know what's in your family's water book a free in-home water analysis with blue bonnet aqua systems today and find out blue bonnet aqua systems aims to protect your family from the contaminants found in our public water supplies and reduce your home maintenance costs and provide clean contaminant free water to your home call 469-331-0013 today to schedule your appointment book your free water analysis today and receive dinner and a movie just for having us out call blue bonnet aqua systems today for clean water and the peace of mind you deserve because your family is worth it that's 469-331-0013 or find them online at bluebonnetaquasystems.com at Forney Family Dentistry and Orthodontics, we want to give you a smile with style at an affordable price. Get braces for as low as $88 a month. Join our family of racketeers today. We make it fun with exclusive events just for you. For added convenience, you can have your teeth cleaned at your ortho appointment. Give the gift of a beautiful smile for as low as $88 a month. Call us today for a free consultation or visit us at ForneyFamilyDentistry.com today. 
Hello, this is Will Riggs, owner of True Texas Radio. Do you want to hear your ad right here on TrueTexasRadio.com? Always wanted to advertise on radio but thought it was too expensive? Well, we have advertising plans to fit your budget. As a small business ourselves, we understand the challenges you face to get in front of the right customers to increase your business. Let us show how you can increase your exposure and your business through the power of radio. Contact me at TrueTexasRadio at gmail.com for more details. Again, that's TrueTexasRadio at gmail.com for more details. Hope to hear from you soon. Orny Embroidery is a full-service embroidery and silk screening business. We offer embroidered silk screen scrubs, golf shirts, work shirts, restaurant uniforms, reflective safety gear, caps, jackets, hoodies, and so much more for virtually any business school or team. Find them on Facebook or online at ForneyEmbroidery.com or just give Crazy Dave a call at 972-636-8379 and let him create you a company logo or work on getting your existing logo applied to garments and promotional products that promote and advertise your business and services offered. That's 972-636-8379. Forney Embroidery is a proud sponsor of TrueTexasRadio.com. Oh, yeah. Welcome back to the Dirt Talk Nation. Will Riggs alongside Bobby Ruffin and Alani Edwards. Hey, the entire crew at the Devil's Bull Speedway, we'd like to thank my good buddy Richard Simpson and the crew from Forney Air for getting the top floor of the scoring tower cooled off this week. There we go. Thank you, thank you, thank you. For uh, Lisa, Stacy, Earl, Joe Hatch, Joe Casper, and myself, hey, I want to say thanks because uh, it was super stinking hot last week, so we had to move down to the third floor where the view is not quite as good, but if you have an air conditioning problem you need fixed, call Richard and the guys at Fournier or find them online, fournierandheat.com, the number 214-924-9745. All right, Bob, you had the, uh, the break to think about it. Well, was I, there ever a wreck that was so bad? There is never, not one time, and I've had some bad crashes, where I ever was timid to get back in a car. Not, not one time. I, I guess uh, it would. Have, I guess it would have to kill me first because I love. I'm very passionate, as LR said, very passionate about our sport. I did have a severe wreck, Summit Devil's Bowl, um, but I was at Eldora one time. And uh, how how far have you? Go ahead and tell us. I crashed so hard at Eldora that, that I broke. I don't know how many bones, cardiac contusion, and just stayed stayed in the hospital for several days. Just oh man! But you're running 140, 50 mile an hour in a modified around that track, and uh, it's fast. It's fast. It's big, very big, and uh, we had a slider actually overextend and uh came apart and so we crashed hard we totaled that car so bad i had the transmission sticking up beside me broke my feet all up i mean i just broke everything broke my tailbone had to ride back 18 hours on a on a hemorrhoid pillow because i had a broke tailbone (laughs) i mean that's that's a crazy story but uh yeah i thought i killed myself at that time but never have i had such an accident that made me second guess about the sport that i very much love uh martin said the tulsa shootout oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. should be a pretty top answer for you i as still well. have limited vision in one eye because of tulsa shootout i couldn't see i could hear martin's voice uh they had to turn the car over to get me out i thought i flipped over the fence actually and uh car was fast i was driving for uh tommy gatlin at that point um enjoy the 
enjoy the chili bowl, enjoy the shootout. But man, I thought that killed me as well. So, <laughs> and and let me tell you, at the chili bowl, that's not a very big track. No, and them cars get it in a hurry. Oh yeah, I mean wheel standing, just yeah, it, mo- it gets motivating it in a hurry. It's yeah. uh, that's one of the things we've talked about. Like I've talked to LR and I talked to Martin about it, and, and uh, we love doing the Dirt Talk Nation. We love interviewing all the wrestlers, uh, racers. We love talking about racing. We love uh, being around racing. So I think in uh, at the end of December we're gonna make a trip up to. Uh, we want to do this every day. We're gonna have a show like this every day during the Chili Bowl, and then every day during the shootout. That'd be a fun time. That'd be awesome. I think it'd be a fun time. A lot of people to talk to. A lot of people will tune in. I think, and uh, we definitely want to be. Uh, a part of that and uh, going into a, a lot of the stuff that we want to do next year, LR and I have uh, super, super secret secret squirrel plans going into the spring for next year. Because there's got a lot of digging to do. Yeah, plus we know that. You got a big shovel. Plant a lot of seeds. Got yeah. a big shovel though, don't you? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, but you got to, you know, we got to we gotta plant a lot of seeds for that to grow into a, a big plant that we can all show people what's up. And uh it's 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 some pretty cool stuff on the horizon for next year. Uh, I've heard a little sneak peek about it, but uh, I, I'm I'm uh, very excited for you. I am excited about it, and I, we love being a part of. Uh, and that's kind of why the show was created was to help uh, create more awareness for not just the Devils, but like in LRs and I say this, any kind of racing. But uh, look, it, it doesn't have to be Devils Bowl, and doesn't have to be RPM. If you get out and just go to the races on the weekend. Yes, you know that's that's what we're really after. Grassroots level, I think, is is a huge part of our whole country and and a lot of people that that are at home in their recliners sometimes don't realize that the grassroots level racing is probably more entertaining than any racing you're going to watch on some of the on the yeah yeah i just got a picture in there cheryl baxter working on a race car listening uh his team baxter motorsports as they're listening to the dirt talk nation this is baxter they uh, they listen in each and each and every week, and they were on uh, a couple weeks ago. They're they got a few fun. cars too. A few, yeah, yes. a few. <laughs> They're carpool, yeah. I can tell. Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, they love racing. Yeah. Was, they love racing. I was kind of giggling last week because you know, uh, 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 Tarrant and Cisco are lined up right next to each other, right? Right. They're teammates. Right. And they were banging and clanging each other, and I'm like, "What are y'all doing?" Oh yeah. Alan was probably down there going, "Could y'all not tear up my cars? It'd be great. It'd be awesome if y'all could not do that." Yeah. We're all friends in the pits, but yeah. once you hit the track, yeah, buddy. And yeah. that kind of giggled about it with uh, with uh, <laughs> with Cheryl after the race. We was giggling. She goes, "I know these boys. They get out here and they want to race hard, and they're all, they all are all competitive, and I love that about them, you know." And I give I, I give Cisco question. when you get you're good friends with some of the people you race with. That's true. When you get beside them, do you kind of get up on the wheel a little bit and kind of want to beat them a little, a little more than? Well, my dad long ago kind of preached to me this. It's just another car. It didn't matter if it was Bo Rowden or somebody that I've never heard of or, or you know, Paul White or Wayne Brooks or a- anybody. Yeah. It, they're just another car. So I try to not get intimidated by howard willis or some you know somebody that's really a veteran so i tried to uh we we've kind of had a black cloud over us this year we've, we've only raced 10 or 12 times we've 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 had some motor issues and we've, we've been fortunate we won five times but it 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 doesn't matter who you drive if i'm if i'm racing and i'm good friends with jason ingles uh if i'm racing him i'm going to race him just as hard as i would if it was anybody else somebody in their first race so i uh I don't know. I'm a competitor, and I try not to let 
who's in that other car affect me unless they're all over the track but uh oh excuse me yeah <laughs> but i try not to let somebody one into of those you're scared to pass <laughs> yeah that's what i'm talking about i didn't want to be uh you know i didn't want to be rude but some some of the people i might want to get around pretty quick but i love racing like i say people like all the good racers and the question earlier was when max eddie he's a heck of a shoe so anytime i can get up and race and put on a good shoe uh put on a, you know a good race with another good driver so it, it that's all it's about who is uh who is the toughest competitor you've ever raced against in your entire racing career like somebody just like man either you you know that every time they were right next to you like all the time or it's just somebody you couldn't get by as you got one of those guys in your past man there's several because the usmts guys are so fast but you know jason hughes kelly shyrock you know people like mark nobles and Tim Donlinger, anytime you can race some of those northern guys, and Jason's not really a northern guy, but, you know, Jason Ingles is a great driver. There's a ton of good drivers around here that on any given day have the potential to win, not just the ones I mentioned, but, you know, it, it, it doesn't matter if it's Rodney Sander. It doesn't matter. There's, you know, it, it, there's, there's a lot of, of fast cars, and used to be back kind of as a cliche back in the day, somebody with some talent and some decent equipment could really excel nowadays you know the equipment has gotten so out of hand and the the cubic dollars that people are spending you know not cubic inches but cubic dollars that they're spending on on these eighty thousand dollar race cars you know sometimes that's hard to compete with and and um I've been fortunate to drive a couple of fast cars I drove the 88 car that's a I mean that is a hot rod buddy that's a that is a bullet but also that irp car that's a car of randy copeland that is a bullet too uh we won three features in one weekend this year but you know two of them weren't in my car but you know it just i, I really like and enjoy uh running in some of the higher end cars that that really have their stuff together yeah i like i like watching the 88 triple x and i tell you what right now is you know last week at the races and you know clyde was out there and and uh, man, he's got a huge fan base at the bowl. Mm -hmm. Like he really does. I'll tell you what, that eighty eight well, triple X comes across either, there, and they're, they're they either love him or, or they hate, hate him. him. Mm -hmm. But they all come to watch him race. Yes, they do. And so uh, you know, we talked to him after the race, and you know, a lot of times he was traveling off other elsewhere. But little Clyde's married now, so he's he don't he don't he don't uh, he don't travel as much anymore. He, he'd yeah, rather just stay that, home and play at the bowl. Didn't they sell that rig? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. they, they sold, sold their the rig, and. Uh, Got him a little trailer. Yeah. So he's like, yeah, he's gonna be at the bowl more often. I'm sure there are fans. He's a good out guy there. too, though. He, he, he really person, is. He's a person. A he's, he's yeah. He and I get along well. He's Hollywood though. Oh yeah. The first time yeah. I met him in the in the pits, you know, he's all blinged out with his earrings. He's got the you know the you know the reflective sunglasses on, looking oh, like. Uh, little, you should have met him back in the day. Little tattooed Tom Cruise, you <laughs> a know. Freaky. A little freaky. Now, see, I want to ask him His about that. His dad's a good guy, too, by the way. Yeah, uh, my wife actually grew up with the Dunn family, so yes. she's she's all about him. She actually grew up with uh, uh, the Briarton family, too, mm -hmm. as well. Uh, yeah, she really like Billy them. Briarton, yes. Uh, Dwayne. And it's funny because Kathy is Steve's, Steve McMacken's wife. My wife's known them her whole life. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, she was like, I did not know. Like we were saying, we were talking on Facebook or something. I had commented on something my wife had put on and Kathy had, you know, responded on there. She was like, I did not know that, you know, she was like, I did not know that your husband was the voice on the devil's bowl. Now I'm like, yeah, that's me. Uh, and you're doing really well, by the way. I, thank you very much, man. It's um, now that I, like literally it took me about 
10 races or so to start to remember just what everybody's car was and and uh you know remember i i know who's in what car now yeah before i'd have to look in my paper and they're still sometimes at rpm because there are people who race rpm that don't rest at the bowl and there are people right. who race the bowl. Way, I, I keep telling them sponsor sponsor nobody cares who's in the car they want to the other one is sponsor sponsors stuff, so. want their name announced <laughs> man let me tell you i've tried so hard like i got i sent out all these things hey everybody email me at this email address you know your name your card number which track you race at and all your sponsors i got like literally nine emails that's all I got. And I'm right. like, there's like 100 cars every week. Right. Like, literally, why am I only getting nine emails? Like, I need this information. So, but we've actually. Uh, It'll expand. Well, and we actually got this, the the racer module for the, actually the announcer module for the race uh, program, program that we're using yeah. now. Mm-hmm. That, that all that stuff's already in there. And so we're trying to develop that to make sure it all works properly. And uh, so everything's accurate. So uh, when all forward. you racers are filling out your yes. registration form. Put your sponsors and spell them correctly. Yeah, because I don't want to be trying to read your chicken scratch neither. Yeah, and we'll make sure that all your, <laughs> all your, uh, all your sponsors get their info. But we've reached the, the seven o'clock hour, so we're gonna say, Bobby Ruffin, man, we appreciate you taking the time to come My over pleasure. and, and sit with us and talk Enjoy. racing tonight, and uh, and we're gonna send Bobby on his way on this break, and we're gonna welcome in Austin Monday. We'll talk to him about his uh, wild ride this last. Saturday night, stick around. You're listening to the Dirt Talk Nation on KFNY, True Texas Radio. Hi, I'm Dr. Melina Cosby. Do you miss eating foods you love? Are your dentures loose? Tired of yucky paste and glue? At Forney Family Dentistry, we offer implant retained dentures for a confident smile that fits your lifestyle. Call us today for a free consultation or visit us at ForneyFamilyDentistry.com today. At Forney Family Dentistry, we make your whole family smile. Hey, y'all, this is Will Riggs, and with temperatures on the rise, a lot of us are going to be cranking up our air conditioner for the first time in quite a while. But before you do, call my friends at Forney Air, 214-924-9745, and schedule an appointment for a complete AC system checkup for just $40. Yeah, you heard me right, just $40. Let Forney Air make sure your system is ready to go for the blazing hot Texas summer. Call Forney Air today, 214-924-9745. That's 214-924-9745. Four or five, and don't let the Texas heat get you down. For that complete AC system checkup for just $40, call Fournier at 214-924-9745 or find them online at fournierandheat.com. At Young Ideas, we bring you the best in home entertainment and help you save money on all your television needs. Whether it's for your home or business, Young Ideas has you covered. We're a family-owned and operated dish-authorized retailer serving Wills Point, Terrell, Forney, Mesquite, and surrounding cities. Call us today at 214-499-4285 and we'll help you pick the right package. Once again, that number is 214-499-4285 or find us online at youngideastv.com. Young Ideas is the official dish provider for the Mesquite Championship Rodeo, Dallas Marshalls Football, and KFNY True Texas Radio. Some pains really do require a house call, like the pains of glass in your home. Call Glass Doctor. If your insulated windows look foggy, temperature changes have affected the seal, allowing moisture in. We needn't replace the entire window, just the insulated glass. Glass Doctor has the prescription for all types of glass, from patio doors to mirrored walls, storefronts, and safety glass. We're here when you need us with 24-hour emergency service. Call the Glass Doctor, we'll fix your pains. Oh, yeah, we are back here in the Dirt Talk Nation. This segment brought to you by our good friends at Smiley's Racing Products and Hoosier Tires Southwest. 
Since 1968, Smiley's has been serving racers around the world and helping you get to the checkered flag first. Smiley's provides track-tested parts and advice at all five of their locations, including Kennedale, The Woodlands, Sherman, Oklahoma City, and of course their main showroom in Mesquite, Texas, and worldwide at SmileysRacing.com. Call Smiley's toll-free, 866-959-7223, where they look forward to servicing your racing needs. Now joining me in studio, the driver of the South Dallas Battery and Electric Les Butler Racing number 4 IMCA Sprint Car, Austin Mundy. What's going on, man? It's it's Monday, right? Yes, sir. That's like if you're in the country trying to say the wor- the day of the week. That's right. It's just Monday. Like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. My friends in college always told me I should name my son Saturday, Sunday, and then I'd have Saturday, Sunday, Sunday, Monday. Monday. That's right. That'd be awesome. My kids' names are Rainy and Sunny, so everybody said I need a Dusty and a Partly Cloudy and whatnot. So, uh, yeah, we were, we were really concerned about the weather at my house back in the day. So, first of all, let's touch, first things first. And how you feel? You went for a wild ride on the open of the uh, modified, or just modified, of the uh, main feature race on Saturday night at Devil's Bowl Speedway. It was like the first lap of the race and uh i saw all i saw when i walked back out because i heard it and i walked out and there went nothing but a pile of junk on the other side of the fence there and i, I was like what's that and they were like that's what's left of the car off the monday was driving yeah it was pretty good man we uh it uh we lined up and they kind of took off a little bit early and i think once we got to turn four it kind of narrows out right there and uh just everybody just kind of bottled up and a couple people got kind of wiggly and started moving around and all of a sudden uh everybody started shutting down in front of me and i tried to shut it down and i was it was like i was the last guy in line that couldn't get on the brakes fast enough and we uh i saw the sky and then i saw the ground and then it was just hold on and we uh and then about maybe the third or fourth flip it uh broke the motor out of the car and broke the front motor plate which pulled the throttle linkage and held the throttle wide open so now i'm trying to figure out where i'm at on the racetrack and the throttle's hung wide open and it's trying to you know whip around and i'm just trying to feed for the kill switch and you got you got to shut down before you hit the wall though that's right that's good <laughs> yeah it was i want well, i went back and watched the video and uh yeah you came down and as it's coming off the ass end the wheels are about to hit the ground and you was wide open and you shut it down right before you hit the wall man that was that could have got ugly yeah it was uh if the throttle wouldn't have hung it probably wouldn't have been half as bad but like I say, when, when the throttle hung, it made me go hit the inside wall, and then it spit me back across. It broke the steering, so the steering was turned all the way to the right, which was taking me to the outside wall. And I knew, because I started on the fourth or fifth row, so I knew g- going into it that I was had a lot of people headed towards me. And I knew once I hit the inside wall and the car started going to the outside wall, it was time to get this thing shut down. So. Yeah, it was uh, it was a rough one for you, and I walked out and I was like, "Ooh, that's not going to be good." And now we're going to have lots of lots of people texting, and you guys can text in your questions, comments. Y'all want to rag on him? Cool, four six nine three five five zero three six two. But here's the deal: if you're going to rag on him, you have to put your name so that's he right. can rebut. That's the rule. All right. But if you have any questions about anything uh, sprint car related or racing related for Austin Monday. Let us know right here from uh, from Blake. Could you ask Austin to tell us how it feels to be in the car when you go for that ride? Man, it uh, it's not too bad. Uh, you basically just the the minute you because you kind of know like whether you're going to ride it out or not. You know, a lot of times you'll wheel hop somebody and you're able to shut it back down and and keep racing. 
but you you know pretty quickly whether or not you're going to ride it out or not and the minute i start to feel the car roll i just you know you tuck your elbows you know you and you you kind of i don't try to strain my body too much but you kind of you know get yourself in the seat and just keep telling yourself man i'm gonna ride it out i'm gonna ride it out and you just got to keep your head there because if you let your head get away you know if 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 fire gets introduced or you know uh, many different other circumstances you know you you got to keep your head in the game kind of like when the throttle gets hung wide open and you know you're pulling your foot up trying to you know thinking maybe because when you're flipping you, you start thinking to yourself well maybe it's me maybe it's me that's holding the throttle wide open from the wreck so you start pulling your foot up well that ain't fixing it so well now you got to just start going for the switch well then obviously if you get to the switch and the switch don't work well now you got to go for fuel you you know you got to keep your mind in the game because if you you know if you just take your let your arms go and let your body go you know that's when you really start getting hurt you got to try to tell yourself hey i'm gonna ride it out it'll be all right charlie smith says glad you're able to walk away from that one appreciate it charlie and uh charlie was on the show a couple weeks ago charlie's one of my favorite guys uh at the track uh, i guy. love watching him race yeah he's always up in the front rolling that 3c out there pretty fairly efficiently uh Martin says he's glad you stayed up for a second. He he went under you. Yeah, so man. Glad. He uh, I went back and watched the replay, and holy cow, man! You uh you definitely had that thing shut down. I'm really glad that you didn't pile into me, cause man, I I don't know how you missed me, but it was that was impressive. Uh, I do have a question for you, and <laughs> Patty wants to know who's Howard the Hammer. Oh my she gosh! Called I, you knew, Howie. I, I knew that within the first commercial break she was going to bring this up. Uh. Howard is kind of a funny story. Um, I have a grandfather. My grandfather recently had a stroke. When he got out of his stroke, he remembered pretty much everything immediately. Everything. And the only thing he really, really struggled with was my name. And I see him every, almost every day at the shop. And I showed up to his house one day, and every day I'd, I'd be coaching him. I'd come in the house, and I'd say, Grandpa, what's my name? And he'd, he'd just look at me, and he wouldn't remember it. He couldn't remember it. Well, one day I, uh, I got to the shop, and I walked in the house, and my memo Glenda asked him, hey, what's our little driver's name? And he just knew it. He said, Howard. And he just, it was the funniest thing. You just had to be there. And he was just so proud of himself that he finally remembered my name. And it's been Howard ever since. So now everybody gives me the nickname Howard. Yeah, I, was, I talked to Miss Patty Butler earlier on the phone. And she just called you Howie the Hammer. Yeah. That's, that's your new nickname. Patty, so. the, Ital- the Italian Fireball well, Butler. Well, I'm gonna start calling you Howie the Hammer on the on the PA, and it's gonna confuse the crap out of everybody. But I'm gonna get a big kick out of it. And and when uh, first of all, let's let's do this real quick. Les, buddy, I know you're listening. I want you to get well. I want you to feel better. I want you to get back to the track because it won't be near as funny to everybody else as it will be to me and you and Patty when we start calling him Howie the Hammer on uh, on the microphone <laughs> in the PA. That'll be. Uh, That'll be good times up there. And uh, hey, Dale just texted me and he said, "Hey, when you plan on having Russell Shoulders on this season? He's the living legend. Trust me, I would love to have the driver of the 23S on in the very near future. I'm actually going to stop by his pits uh, probably this Saturday night uh, and get that squared away with." Do you want me to call him on the phone? Yeah, well, not right this moment. We're going to call him and we're on the air. Not to do that. Uh, Les wants to know: Do you want? To drive a non a non wing sprint car in the future, or possibly a silver crown car. I really, uh, at this point in my life, I really don't care what we're driving. It's, uh, I mean, personally, my favorite thing to drive is a wing sprint car. I really want to succeed in a wing sprint car, but I mean, if if the ride comes my way, then 
Uh, I'm ready to go. Define uh, success for because you want to succeed in it. What define your what your success in the car would be? Win races, just win races. Go to the track and try to win races. Um, we've uh, hold it, on, hold on. Winning races. How many? Zero. No, you're wrong. <laughs> you're wrong. You won twice. Two heat races. Yes, sir. Yeah, we've uh, we definitely haven't had our uh, fair share of luck at the Devil's Bowl, but you know, I think I raced there eleven or twelve times last year, and I've raced there once this year. We've been kind of had kind of like Bobby was saying earlier. We've kind of had the black cloud over our season this year uh, between just just little issues and here and there, and we just hadn't been able rain outs and stuff. We haven't really got to race a whole bunch. But, yeah, Mother uh, Nature had got, not you been. You haven't gotten your motor back yet, have you? No, sir. No, sir. Still trying to find out what's wrong with that thing and. I've, that's a sore subject for me, but it's uh, but it's all good. We're gonna we're gonna get it figured out, and we'll get out back out to the track, and we'll get to racing. So. Wally says, "Tell Howard we're gonna swap cars one night this year. You should swap this week." Man, I don't I mean, know about that. There's no motor in yours. So you Wally just have to drive would pee all over himself in that sprint car. <laughs> I don't think we could get him in the seat. I think luckily my car's got a halo in it, so we might his head might stick over the you know the cage a little bit but i think we might well we might be able to squeeze him in there wally (laughs) it's not the squeezing him in part that may be the trouble squeezing him back out yeah may be a little bit difficult because i'm like wally's got a good oh i don't know eight ten inches of height on you and probably a good wally i love you but a good 80 pounds yeah yeah maybe close to that's a big boy that's a big boy boy. (laughs) he's not small he's not somebody i'd want to crawl out and get mad at so Uh, austin you um your sponsor, Les. Yes, sir. Les Butler, South Dallas and Battery. It's been around racing a long, long, long time. Probably all of his adult, probably all of his life. Yes, sir. His dad raced? Correct. No, sir. His, I don't. Or, well, you know, he, I, was there a car owner? Well, yes, sir. It started, he's owned it the started car with his grandfather. I asked him this today because I knew it was in the 20s, but I don't remember what year. But he said he started, um, his grandfather owned the car in 25. And the oh first my. race and the first race they went to, I believe, was Fair Park Speedway in Dallas. And uh, 1925. So we're coming up. I mean, it's 100 years, years is fixing to be right, right around the corner. Right. And, uh, well, no. I, I sent a picture from uh, Speedway at Love Field. I never knew there was a Speedway over at Love See, Field. See, I didn't know that either. And it was an old, I think it looked like a Studebaker truck, a South Dallas battery on it, and a sprint car, back in the day sprint car. It's uh, pretty cool where we're, where our location be, is now. Had to be 40s, yeah. Yeah, well, what, what's cool about it now is our location where we're at now, South Dallas Battery and Electric, is the same location it's been at for, I think we're coming up on like 85 years is where it's been. So it's cool because, like, I can go back and I can look at pictures from the, 50s and 60s and 70s and see the same driveway i walk up and down every single day is is where the, you know offy, mon- mid, offy midgets and, and oh, silver yeah. crown and 100 inch cars rolled through there and right. it's just you know like aj Foyt was in that building at one point you know right. it's just it's cool to to the history behind it you know yeah west senior he he was a car owner for ever yeah i have a question for Austin, it says, uh, how does it feel to switch to a different car after you've been racing a sprint car? Uh, I, mean, I assume that's going to be in different class. What other classes have you run? Uh, well, I started racing quarter midgets 
um, in 2002, which would have made me eight or nine years old. When I got out of quarter midgets, I raced that for one or two years. And when I got out of quarter midgets, at the time, the mini sprints really hadn't picked up in Dallas yet. Um, so the, the next class we went to was a junior bomber, which was basically like a hobby stock class. Okay. Uh, I think it was 15 years and younger. And about 10 of us at the time, it was at Cowtown Speedway. I raced with Colby Estes and, and uh, you know, DJ Estes and people like that. I went out of that, went into a mini mini stock, which was a four-cylinder, and then the mini sprints picked up, and my dad was like, man, we got to get you a mini sprint. So then I started racing mini sprints, winged, and I raced a little bit of non-wing stuff. And then right, um, I, I think I had won one or two races at RPM in the mini sprint, and uh, I got a ride. Um, a guy wanted to let me uh, hot lap his sprint car and kind of just you know race it but you know just kind of make some laps in it right. and that was in 2009 uh was the first year i drove a sprint car and i've been driving sprint cars on and off since then i took about five years off um basically from 2012 to 2016 i was i didn't race at all i was at college and i didn't i haven't i hadn't met less yet and uh well that's but, a good thing you got education first yes sir so sprint cars uh Mini sprints, winged and non-winged. Uh, I've hot lapped a limited modified, and I didn't like it. Spun out twice. Looked like a goober out there, like cat with socks on. And uh, junior bombers, mini stocks, and quarter midgets. Uh, this is it, South Dallas Battery Electric's been there 86 years, but who's counting? That's what they said. Yeah, that's right. That's, pa- that's Patty talking. <laughs> that's Talk Patty. on the other side of that microphone. Well, I think. There we go. I think. Uh, the, the, to answer your question, I think the coolest thing about it is, um, you know, you I don't really, like when I buckle in, I really try not to think about, the only car you really have to think about what you're doing is the wing sprint car, um, be, because you have to remember that you got a wing up top, um, that wing, you, you, can, you can completely change a car's characteristics on how you drive a car with a wing. The mini sprints, the wings doesn't play a big factor. And, uh, but anytime I crawl into anything, I just, uh, ever since I was a little kid, whatever I'm driving, four wheeler, go kart, whatever, I, I want to be on it wide open all the time. So it's just kind of one of those things you just get in it and it's just kind of a feel. And, uh, I, I, I've never seemed to have a problem translate, you know, going from one to the other, but, uh, I don't really know. You just get in it and do it. Uh, Blake sends in a text that says, in your opinion, what is the best way to start out racing? Man, that's tough. I think it depends on your age, right? I mean, you can't say, hey, look, you're 20, well, go racing. It depends well, it's, on it, your age and your pocketbook. Yeah, well, yeah. and it, it's hard because right now, like, you know, mini stocks, you, you got like one or two tracks you can run. And mini sprints, you know. The, up at Lawton, we have a ton of those. Yeah. Well, and like with mini sprints, mini sprints are hard too because you got people like, like my uh, teammate, Joey, who is – really good in a mini sprint and it's hard to throw a beginner in on a mini sprint race you can't put it's hard to put them in a factory stock because the factory stock class man those guys are really really good on slick tires by the way limited modified same thing i mean it it's kind of hard uh if it was if i had a like you know whenever i hopefully have a son uh i'll probably Try to start him out in some sort of go kart. Find him somewhere to race. If we got to drive, travel, whatever, start him in some kind of go kart. Then I'd probably go to the mini sprints, and I'd probably go to sprint car, depending on whatever they want to do. Obviously, I got a buddy. His his son. We just got him off the carts, put him on some shocks. He goes down in turn one, turns it, 
He comes back with a bit and said, Papa, that car's going to turn over. You need to work on it. <laughs> said, no, son, that's just some shocks. <laughs> Keep hammering it. <laughs> All right, we got text coming in. You can text into 469-3550-362. 469-3550-362. Austin Mundy in, uh, in studio. Lanny Edwards in studio. We'll be back with more Dirt Talk Nation right here on KFNY, True Texas Radio. Do you know what's in your family's water? Book a free in-home water analysis with Blue Bonnet Aqua Systems today and find out. Blue Bonnet Aqua Systems aims to protect your family from the contaminants found in our public water supplies and reduce your home maintenance costs and provide clean, contaminant-free water to your home. Call 469-331-0013 today to schedule your appointment. Book your free water analysis today and receive dinner and a movie just for having us out. Call Blue Bonnet Aqua Systems today today for clean water and the peace of mind you deserve because your family is worth it. That's 469-331-0013 or find them online at bluebonnetaquasystems.com. At Forney Family Dentistry and Orthodontics, we want to give you a smile with style at an affordable price. Get braces for as low as $88 a month. Join our family of racketeers today. We make it fun with exclusive events just for you. For added convenience, you can have your teeth cleaned at your ortho appointment. Give the gift of a beautiful smile for as low as $88 a month. Call us today for a free consultation or visit us at ForneyFamilyDentistry.com today. Hello, this is Will Riggs, owner of True Texas Radio. Do you want to hear your ad right here on TrueTexasRadio.com? Always wanted to advertise on radio but thought it was too expensive? Well, we have advertising plans to fit your budget. As a small business ourselves, we understand the challenges you face to get in front of the right customers to increase your business. Let us show how you can increase your exposure and your business through the power of radio. Contact me at truetexasradio at gmail.com for more details. Again, that's truetexasradio at gmail.com for more details. Hope to hear from you soon. Forney Embroidery is a full-service embroidery and silk screening business. We offer embroidered silk screen scrubs, golf shirts, work shirts, restaurant uniforms, reflective safety gear, caps, jackets, hoodies, and so much more for virtually any business school or team. Find them on Facebook or online at ForneyEmbroidery.com or just give Crazy Dave a call at 972-636-8379 and let him create you a company logo or work on getting your existing logo applied to garments and promotional products that promote and advertise your business and services offered. That's 972-636-8379. Forney Embroidery is a proud sponsor of TrueTexasRadio.com. Oh, yeah, back here in the Dirt Talk Nation. This segment brought to you by Devil's Bowl Speedway. While the Texas summer heats up during the day, the racetrack heats up at night. We invite you out to our weekly championship racing this Saturday night featuring the South Dallas Battery and Electric IMCA Sprint Car Racing. The USRA Modifieds, SL Neighbors Roofing, Limited Modifieds, and the Factory Stocks, not to mention great food, cold beer, and a great family-friendly racing action all night long. Gates open at 6 o'clock. Green flag drops at 8 o'clock. Call the box office to get your tickets, 972-222-2421. And get more information online at devilsbowl.com. Devil's Bowl Speedway, where fast is fun. In studio with us this hour, Austin Mundy, driver of the South Dallas Battery Electric, Les Butler Racing, number four sprint car. He's kind of had an off week, but Charlie's uh, off week, off year. Uh, Charlie Smith texts in. He said, hey, if Les is okay with it, we can switch cars and hot lap one night. Maybe I can fit in your ride. Just don't treat mine like the one you did on Saturday night. <laughs> now, this is... The, that wasn't intentional, guys. It that wasn't. Was it. it wasn't. But look, 
I don't know if you know this or not, Lanny, but he willed that to happen. See, before the racing, Austin was talking about how he doesn't like racing other people's stuff because what if I wreck and tear their stuff up? See, so he put it out there into the universe. What if? And so the universe showed him what if. Well, Austin, you shouldn't feel that way. If somebody wants to want you to drive their car and you tear it up, guy there ain't going to feel bad. That's part of the game. Rex have guys, happened we have racing. guys That's... drive our cars all the time, and it's just part of it. You know? Well, it was uh, – I was pretty good, but whenever I climbed out, when you climb out and you – there's, you know, uh, you know that you can see the engine broke, you can see the frame broke, wings are junk, wheels are junk, and everything's just destroyed. It it definitely is hard to, to walk up to that guy who just let you drive his car and go, hey, here's, here's the keys back, right. you know. Right. I'll be there Monday to wash it for you. <laughs> <laughs> now, here's the question I have about it. Like, okay, so you race and the motor's all broke out and everything. Uh, when, okay, so like you rolled it, right? And you got this motor that's all broke out. It's busted. The whole frame's busted out. Is the motor still good? Like, I mean, do you just have to break it down, tear it down, and rebuild it? Or in a lot of cases, do they... Is Because, I mean, that motor was still running until you hit the kill switch. Well, in this case, I think the motor's going to be okay because it stayed running all the way until it stopped. But it did break. Okay, so on the on the front of the motor, you got this little dinky motor plate. Because I, I figured out after all these years that sprint cars... Um, basically have what they need to go fast and like the little like the front motor plate literally weighs like ounces like you'd think it'd be like this big honking thing and it's just like this little dinky piece of aluminum well what it did was is where the bolts bolt through the motor plate up to the block it broke the bosses off the block so it did break the block um but hopefully uh we'll be able to like change it and have a different front motor plate that'll go from like the head down to the you know to the water pump and we'll basically just use different holes since the bosses are broke on the front of the motor so hopefully it'll be okay we'll know whenever it fires up and goes about a half a lap and scatters everywhere (laughs) or not (laughs) uh so you know wally uh wally says ask ask about you getting your fingers cut off oh yeah I knew this story was going to come up. Good job, Wally. Go you ahead. don't have any fingers. Let me see your fingers. No, they're still there, but they're oh. uh, they're uh, definitely uh, don't work like a little askew. Well, he said askew. Look at him. That's, uh, a, that's some college words. Hey, don't feel that's, bad. I got a couple that don't work like they used to either. That's so. a couple of college words there. They're askew. Yeah. At the time, my dad, I wasn't racing anything, and uh, my dad uh, knew a friend of a friend, and, and he said, hey, there's a big race at Cowtown, mini sprint race. I want you to go race this mini sprint there cool deal no big deal i get in the car first heat race of the night and uh race the heat race i think we run second or third i don't remember exactly um go around turn two after the race you know kind of your cool down lap get off a of turn two slow down and the motor flooded and it started it started it, ha- it had one of those micron systems where it was it basically was a internal computer for the motor started acting funny well anyways i on this particular car it was a sawyer chassis well the chat on the mini sprints they have a hand clutch and a shifter on the outside of the car well i reached my hand out around the sail panel or whatever reached my hand around to grab the shifter well something from my glove, my arm, my arm restraint, I don't really, I still to this day have no clue, but all of a sudden it just, I felt my arm yank, and uh, I just, I didn't think anything of it, I, I just kind of shook it off, and when I pulled my hand back up in front of my face, I had lost three of my fingers, went 
through the chain and sprocket through that mini sprint. And I pulled in the infield, killed the car, got out. And what was bad is nobody knew I was hurt. I was down there waving them on, and they all just kind of were just, you know, leisure, leisurely yeah, walking awesome. down there. And they had the next race pulling on the racetrack, and my fingers are out there laying in the middle of the racetrack. And uh, they're just leisurely walking down there, and it was pretty bad. I, it's kind of a gross story, but it at the time, the the promoter of the track was the first one to get to me. He's like, what the hell is wrong with you? You know, why are you, why are you on the ground rolling around? And I just showed it to him. I just lifted my hand up and showed it to him. And he went about, he didn't even help me. He walked right past me, walked about 10 feet away from me and just started puking. And I'm like, well, this, I'm like, well, this is good. So That may not get me, uh, get me fixed. That would probably be my worst injury so far as actually losing some digits on the back straightaway at Cowtown Speedway. All right, so we ask this of all of our drivers that come in and talk to us, and uh, we want to make sure that you get the opportunity to, to uh, you know, not only Les Butler Racing, but in South Dallas Battery uh, Electric, but any and all sponsors that help you stay on the track when you're on the track. Friends. Yeah, friends. Uh, Man, friends. there's a whole bunch. Les and Patty Butler, uh, Pat- Patricia, the Italian, what, what, what do we call her today at the shop? The Italian Fireball. She's, uh, they, they do a lot for me. Um, Whenever I lost my job, they gave me a paying job and, and, and you know, teaching me how to how to build starters and alternators. And they, they've been really big. Uh, another good sponsor of ours is uh, Ryan Hall. He owns Valvoline Express Care in Seagoville. It's right off the side of Malloy Bridge Road in 175. And he provides us uh, with um, oil and stuff and, and different lubricants for our sprint car. He does a great – I mean, he really helps us out big on that. And a uh, whole bunch of friends. My – my stepdad Ronnie, my uncle Larry, they're uh, they're probably listening in. They they help me throughout the week on the car. You know, uh, Ronnie works his butt off all the time getting that thing prepared. And um, like this past weekend, I was driving for a guy named Shane Thompson. He helped he let me drive his sprint car last weekend, and I completely destroyed it. And uh, he was totally cool about it. You know, hope I'm just glad you're okay. You know, I'm, I'll order, I'll order another one. You know, here I am on Sunday morning, black and blue from from wrecking that thing and we're out in this back you know backyard washing this thing and it's just a mangled mess but i got a lot of people that help me and a lot of good family friends and um pretty pretty uh oh what's the word fortunate pretty fortunate that's right grateful grateful that's right see look lr's telling you all the good stuff to say no i just (laughs) you know what i was trying to say yes i know a lot of racers and uh not Most many people them, get this this opportunity. No, 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 and you don't meet very many people like Les and Patty very often either. No, you don't. They're they're good people, and yeah, I had a good conversation with Patty earlier, and a lot of the conversation was just us hacking on Austin Monday. You keep but learning how to, how to rebuild them starters and alternators. That's a good business, I'm telling you. Yes, sir. Like it, 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 not very many people do it anymore. Well, often. and it's a good trade. I mean, like yeah, right. like, like LR saying. I mean, there there's some things like Les is like. Man, he impresses me so much every day. Like, he could literally put windshield wipers on a goat's butt. I mean, he absolutely can fix any dang thing. I've had customers come in, and I can't find out what's wrong with this thing. And he'll walk over to the bench and just put his touch on it, and it's fixed. And, my uh, uh, my stepdad is uh, 85. He's been a mechanic for a long, long time. And we used to have this uh, Mercury Cougar. And I dro- we lived in Coffin, and I drove to... Uh, Loop 12 and Northwest Highway every day and back every day for work. And I'm telling you right now, I wore out two alternators in a time. And you know where he took them to get rebuilt every time? 
South Dallas Bagger Electric. I don't think that I don't think any alternator I've ever had rebuilt ever has gone anywhere but South Dallas Bagger Electric. That's where he's always there. And then there's a uh, Bee's radiator. Yeah. Down on uh, man, what is it? Because I always take military and it turns into it right there at the bottom of the hill. I can't think of the road that it's on right now, but Bee's radiator is right at the bottom of that hill. And I always used to say when I was a kid, man. How many people have run through that shop because it is right at the bottom of a hill and that road turns 90 degrees at the bottom of the hill right before you get into South Dallas by Fair Park, you know? And uh, he's like, I'm sure there's plenty of people have drove through there on, on a regular basis. It's not in a, not in a great spot. But, uh, man, I'll tell you what, Patty and Les always been really cool with me, and, and uh, I'm glad that, uh, you know, Les is doing better. And, uh, you know, I hope he gets back to the track very soon. Oh, yeah, I'm sure he's sitting at the dining room table right now just – poking and laughing and i'm sure he's he's he had him a pen and paper today at work just making fun of me of what he was gonna message in and oh and, yeah he and, was gonna touch oh y'all yeah up. he yeah oh yeah i'm sure as the show gets closer to the end i'm sure he's really gonna start uh probably had bringing in, in stitches by the end of yeah, the day that's right yeah, that's they had fine. me shivering that's fine text it in 469-355-0362 of course it's 469-355-0362 we want to also mention next friday and saturday night two nights event the shriner racing that's it's gonna be good stuff there ella how many years in a row have we done this i don't know three or four a couple i don't i don't even know they all run together nowadays but (laughs) i know uh i know rick randall has been working on this deal hard and heavy we need to get ricky out here for next thursday's Uh, show too i think yeah that'd probably be good and uh i hope a lot of the guys support it it's a tom series race i'm sure we'll have no telling how many modifieds. We'd love to have that. So you guys uh, make sure uh, you come out. It's RPM on Friday night. And, uh, obviously it's Devil's all for the Saturday kids, night. man. It is all for the kids. We call it Christmas in July. They're going to be giving bicycles away to kids uh, next week. I guarantee how awesome well, is that? I'm, go- I'm going to buy me a few. See? I think there's probably a lot of the, a lot of the team owners will probably do the same thing, too. Bobby's so probably going to buy him a few. So there oh, we go. He's racing somewhere else. It's going to be good stuff, so make sure you come out and support that. Of course, you can get all the information online. Go to devilsbowl.com or rpmdirt.com uh, and check out all that information and join us for that. What we're going to do now is we're going to take a break. We're going to come back more. Austin Mundy, Lenny Edwards, it's the Dirt Talk Nation, KFNY, True Texas Radio. Hi, I'm Dr. Melina Cosby. Do you miss eating foods you love? Are your dentures loose? Tired of yucky paste and glue? At Forney Family Dentistry, we offer implant-retained dentures. For a confident smile that fits your lifestyle, call us today for a free consultation or visit us at ForneyFamilyDentistry.com today. At Forney Family Dentistry, we make your whole family smile. Hey y'all, this is Will Riggs, and with temperatures on the rise, a lot of us are going to be cranking up our air conditioner for the first time in quite a while. But before you do, call my friends at Forney Air, 214-924-9745, and schedule an appointment for a complete AC system checkup for just $40. Yeah, you heard me right, just $40. Let Forney Air make sure your system is ready to go for the blazing hot Texas summer. Call Forney Air today, 214-924-9745. That's 214-924-9745. Four or five, and don't let the Texas heat get you down. For that complete AC system checkup for just $40, call Fournier at 214-924-9745 or find them online at fournierandheat.com. 
At Young Ideas, we bring you the best in home entertainment and help you save money on all your television needs. Whether it's for your home or business, Young Ideas has you covered. We're a family-owned and operated dish-authorized retailer serving Wills Point, Terrell, Forney, Mesquite, and surrounding cities. Call us today at 214-499-4285 and we'll help you pick the right package. Once again, that number is 214-499-4285 or find us online at youngideastv.com. Young Ideas is the official dish provider for the Mesquite Championship Rodeo, Dallas Marshalls Football, and KFNY True Texas Radio. Some pains really do require a house call, like the panes of glass in your home. Call Glass Doctor. If your insulated windows look foggy, temperature changes have affected the seal, allowing moisture in. We needn't replace the entire window, just the insulated glass. Glass Doctor has the prescription for all types of glass, from patio doors to mirrored walls, storefronts, and safety glass. We're here when you need us with 24-hour emergency service. Call the Glass Doctor, we'll fix your pains. Oh, yeah, back here in the Dirt Talk Nation, Will Riggs alongside our guests in this hour, Austin Monday and, of course, Lenny Edwards. This segment brought to you by RPM Speedway in Crandall, Texas. We invite you out to our weekly championship series racing tomorrow night as we feature the IMCA Race Saver Sprints, Mr. K's Appliance, USRA Modifieds, Aluminum Modifieds, Factory Stocks, and the AS600 Mini Sprints. Great food, great family-friendly atmosphere, and coolers are welcome so come on out for a great night of racing gates open at 5 30 green flag drops at 7 30 and you can get more information online at rpmdirt.com it's a racy place i'm telling you real real racy it is very racy uh it says just fyi while i'm listening to you guys tiffany's making my plate of fried pork chops red beans and rice cheddar biscuits corn and fried potatoes appreciate charter, charter, i look, appreciate look, that look, and i just made Pam, everyone hungry Pam just had uh, had me roast beef potatoes onions carrots i hope my wife's listening and taking notes right now all the fi- yeah <laughs> hey look look thanks Tiffany. Charlie, she had that. it done she had it done at 4 30 just Hello. so you could be full and ready to go. Yeah, that's right. Mom will take care of daddy. All right. So, you know, everybody texts in questions for Austin, but Austin wants to turn the tides and ask all you racers a question that you need to text in. So get ready. 469-355-0362 obviously is the text line. I have another one about the same thing after he does. But go all right. Ahead. So, Austin, ahead, ask Austin. your question. Racers, get okay. ready to text in your answer. Okay. Here's my question. Uh, my Uncle Larry always gives me heck because I pull my tear off with my right hand from the right side of my helmet. My Uncle Larry pulls from the le- his left hand from the left side of his helmet. I want to know, and I've also seen people take like their left hand, reach it across their face, and pull from the right side. I want to know, if you've ever drove a race car, which hand and which side of the t- helmet you pull your tear offs from and why well you don't really have to tell me why but just i want to kind of get a poll going i want to see what the trend is if most people pull right to right or left to left i just want to see what the trend is all right you guys there it is four six nine three five five zero three six two text in your answers hey austin let's find out who puts your tear offs on your helmet well uh well it's kind of a it's kind of been an up and downhill thing like until if I've ever had a girlfriend at the time, it's always usually my girlfriend because they always usually want to get involved or whatever. Martin had a girlfriend, still wouldn't let her do it. <laughs> but current times, <laughs> it's probably going to be me. So Charlie Smith says right and right. Yeah. Right, right, well, that's right. the correct way to do it, Charlie, so good job. <laughs> <laughs> well, you didn't say there was a wrong or right way to do it. You Depending just try- on if you're right or left-handed, too, that has a lot to do well, with it. Well, yeah, that is true. So, you know, don't, don't look, you, you're trying to start fights at the track. Has I anybody, am. I'm ready has to anybody start. put on tear offs or 
the heat race, you're sitting in the back of the heat race, you're going to turn one, you come out of turn two, you go for a tear off, and all of them come off. Yeah, I pulled out on the you racetrack. Come out of four and you can't see nothing. <laughs> I, I pulled out on the racetrack and, uh, like, you know, like before the race gets going, people will start lighting their tires up, warming their tires, or, you know, just kind of getting a feel what the race car is going to be. Look, cover my shield up, reach up, and when I was real young and I really hadn't figured out how to set my tear offs just properly, I, I pulled them all off at once. And then you race about the first five laps with your hand out in front of your face to cut to collect most of the mud because after about lap five or six a lot of times the mud dies down but it's that first initial takeoff and when you're all are all bunched up I've, I've raced many times with my hand out in front of me then you you try to smear the mud you try to get the mud off your shield and it smears bad it. idea really bad idea i've seen it uh walter not wally but walter says right and right Good. so so right would be correct. I got not. I, I think right. I think the trend's gonna be most people pull right to right. But man, I've seen some crazy stuff. A lot of my close friends pull really weird ways. Like pull, take their left hand off the wheel, go Which across. Which close friends face. exactly are we talking about? Man, I've seen some crazy stuff. Like I've seen like like good friends of mine, like Raven Colt. He pulls funky. He pulls like one hand across his face to the other. I believe um, I watched an in car video. I think Michelle Melton does the same thing. Um, I don't know how Blake pulls his tear offs. Hopefully he's listening. He can tell me how he pulls his. But uh, just weird stuff. People people do weird stuff, and it's whatever you're comfortable with. That's what it boils down to. But I just kind of wanted to see what the trend was, just so my uncle Larry can kind of kind of uh, qu- quit giving me crap about it, because it's a constant argument, at least once a month. Well, you got you guys got it easy nowadays. You don't have to use Saran wrap. Yeah, yeah, or that, or that thing. What was that <laughs> thing? Mud that, that motor, mud yeah, eater. mud eater. Yeah. yeah, that didn't work at the bowl. <laughs> it, it was a little electric motor that would, as it, you'd push a button, like they would wire it to the steering wheel or whatever, and you'd push a button, and it would how electric motor would pull this piece of Lexan or not Lexan, but pull this piece of tear off through there, and like a lot of times it would leave a stream a stream behind you about 10 feet or whatever and uh somebody but, but i what think was, it was russell grabbed a hold of one one time so he was trying to pull it off somebody's helmet the guy's going hey 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 <laughs> well what i don't what i don't like about it i never had to run one but what i don't like about the idea is you're attaching this big block on the side of your because it's a big electric motor so it's on the side of your helmet if a big rock or a piece of debris or hell just a big mud clot hits the side of that i mean it'll break your neck Les Butler says, quit crying and wear an open face helmet. Oh, oh back in the day, yeah. yeah. That was back when men were men. <laughs> yeah. And stupid. And ignorant. And that's, <laughs> belts. That's, and that's where they were. They wore football helmets that were just leather over wow. their head. That was also back when they died, like, every yeah. week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they didn't last very long. They'd kill them, they'd rinse the seats out, and put the next driver in. Was, wow. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. That's pretty all dark. You had, all you had was a lap belt and a halo. That's right. That's hey, it. And you know what's Parallel bad, though? Gloves. What's bad, though, is that was 50, 60, 70 years ago. What's bad is is when my kid, like when my grandkids look back at me, they're probably going to tell me I'm stupid, too. Or, you know, because right now, this is what we know. This is the time. This is We don't know any better. But whenever I'm, you know, I have grandchildren or great-grandchildren that are racing, I'm sure they're going to look back and go, man, y'all are crazy. All right. With, but, all, the, with all the stuff that's coming, like you want your kid to race and things like that, we talked about that. So, with all the innovations and all the things you know about head trauma and wrecks and vehicles and then head trauma and things in, say, football, which is by far the most popular sport in this country, your kid comes to you and says, Dad, I want to play football. I don't want to race. Would you rather say, you know what, son, you really need to race instead of football? Well, I played football, too, in high school. But I think the thing is, though, is, I mean, 
it's it's a drug it is it is there's no cure there's no fixing it if you put them in a race car one time uh, i've seen people that have gotten in and then gotten out they didn't like it but that's not the majority the majority is you get in it and you get that adrenaline rush and it's a drug and you, you can't cure you don't know if you like it the first time you sit in it yeah i promise you yeah it's you it's, like it's, it it's the time like of your it. life it's cool because you're, you know, it's it's you and that race car. There's and there's nobody that can help you. There's no, I mean, you can have guys out there giving you hand signals, but at the end of the day, it's you and that race car. Kind of like kind of like golf. I That's feel right. like I feel like Austin's one of those kids, LR, that when uh, when he gets married, it will not be at any point during race season. I feel no. like I feel like, <laughs> I feel like he'll be like, all right, well, championship weekend. There's look, you can pick the middle of September to the middle of November. How old are you, Austin? Twenty three. Well, right. We cannot get married, get married during the week of Knoxville because I have a good close friend that's listening to this show. They got married during the week of Knoxville. I'm not going to say any names. No, you need to say oh, names. You no, can't I'm know. not saying no names. I'm not throwing nobody under <laughs> the bus. But the Knoxville Nationals, nothing comes in front of that week. Period. Greatest so sprint car drivers. There's, there's basically like. 10 weeks in a year that you can get married so the yeah. other 42 weeks are off limits that's right that's Pretty totally much. correct i got you accurate charlie <laughs> says how would you know if a race car driver had head trauma we're not normal anyway that's a good question that's charlie that is actually a fair question because you know one of the things i've learned walking through the pits talking to everybody is that i always thought i was weird I'm the most normal dude in the pits well, that's right. yeah but but the head trauma deal it isn't no joke i i fell off of a truck up at the chili bowl hit my head and i got what they call vertigo and to this day every now and then i have a little vertigo and yeah. you don't want to go there anyways. yeah when your equilibrium's off and you yeah. can't focus and so you can't yeah all the sucks. safety all the safety i i uh, encourage everybody to use all the safety stuff and because that head trauma it isn't no joke guys yeah, head trauma sucks, and it can it can ruin your day and ruin your life and ruin moments. I mean, look at uh, Brian Clawson. Same thing happened to him. Just yes. head trauma. You know, I mean, it the the littlest wreck it <clears throat> takes one good blow and it it's it's lights out. You know. Yeah. Well, hey, look, or you just got one wreck that doesn't look like it's much, and you lose but, the greatest stock car. You know, one of the greatest stock car drivers in ever race that, that quick. That, that you goes know? with the game, man. Yeah, but. Uh, yep. Is there all right when you get in your device in your thing? So like you know, of course after the you know Dell Earnhardt Jr. or Dell Earnhardt, sorry not Jr. Uh, you know the the Hans device became a big thing. Like do you you guys have? I know it's got the wrap around on both sides of your head. Is there an attachment that you guys attach from your shoulders back yep. helmet back? Yeah, I, I I wear a Hans device. It lays on top of your shoulders and it runs up behind your head and it just kind of just sits there well then it has two tethers that comes to the side of your helmet well then your belts lay on top of that hans device and keep your head from shooting forward and breaking your neck um on top of that uh i took a a neck brace that you can buy anywhere and then i shaved it down about halfway so like a normal neck brace is like three inches tall right well when you have your hans and then you know um like I say, with your Hans, you have to kind of trim it down. I trim mine down to like two inches, and I sneak it through there for like the Kevin Swindell-type impacts where at Knoxville when he turned over, he landed cage down, and it, it was just a very abrupt force down. I don't know if my neck brace is going to save me sneaking it through there, but it's not going to hurt anything. I don't notice it being there, but it, what it does is it keeps, you know, because your head weighs about 10 pounds. Well, then you put a two-pound helmet yeah, on it, yeah. and then when you land on your, you know, bottom 
chassis rail down and all the weight of your head is just pushing down and squeezing down on your spine to me i think that neck roll will slow that transition down and when i first put my neck roll through there i didn't like it because i felt like it was holding my helmet up off my head but the minute i trimmed it down all it is is filling space and i don't even know it's there and it, it might save my life someday it, it might have already saved my life, and I didn't know it. And look, see, I you showed me that before you told everybody about that. We could have made one. Yeah, what's the it. deal, man? Yeah. <laughs> Stupid Austin. You just cost everybody that. millions of dollars. I know. What, what, what's probably going to happen now is Tom's going to hear this, and there what he'll do is he'll patent <laughs> yeah, it yeah, and make a million dollars off yeah. of that. But we have this recorded, see, so we can always go there back and be go. like, hey, we talked about this on the radio. It's a patent infringement. <laughs> yeah, this is this is intellectual property is how they, they term it now. That's right. It's my intellectual property that you took from me talking about it, and now you've patented it. That's not cool. That's so, funny. Always a good thing right there. Uh, let's see. We've already done that part. I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to take one last break, and we're going to come back up. We're going to wrap it up. We'll talk about upcoming events. We'll talk about uh, what else is on the horizon for Austin Monday and of course uh, at Devil's Bowl and RPM Speedway this weekend and next week and we'll do that next. Stick around. You're listening to the Dirt Talk Nation on KFNY True Texas Radio. Do you miss eating foods you love? Are your dentures loose? Tired of yucky paste and glue? At Forney Family Dentistry we offer implant retained dentures. For a confident smile that fits your lifestyle, call us today for a free consultation or visit us at ForneyFamilyDentistry.com today. At Forney Family Dentistry, we make your whole family smile. Hey, y'all, this is Will Riggs, and with temperatures on the rise, a lot of us are going to be cranking up our air conditioner for the first time in quite a while. But before you do, call my friends at Forney Air, 214-924-9745, and schedule an appointment for a complete AC system checkup for just $40. Yeah, you heard me right, just $40. Let Forney Air make sure your system is ready to go for the blazing hot Texas summer. Call Forney Air today, 214-924-9745. That's 214-924-9745. Four or five, and don't let the Texas heat get you down. For that complete AC system checkup for just $40, call Fournier at 214-924-9745 or find them online at fournierandheat.com. At Young Ideas, we bring you the best in home entertainment and help you save money on all your television needs. Whether it's for your home or business, Young Ideas has you covered. We're a family-owned and operated dish-authorized retailer serving Wills Point, Terrell, Forney, Mesquite, and surrounding cities. Call us today at 214-499-4285 and we'll help you pick the right package. Once again, that number is 214-499-4285 or find us online at youngideastv.com. Young Ideas is the official dish provider for the Mesquite Championship Rodeo, Dallas Marshals Football, and KFNY True Texas Radio. Some pains really do require a house call, like the panes of glass in your home. Call Glass Doctor. If your insulated windows look foggy, temperature changes have affected the seal, allowing moisture in. We needn't replace the entire window, just the insulated glass. Glass Doctor has the prescription for all types of glass, from patio doors to mirrored walls, storefronts, and safety glass. We're here when you need us with 24-hour emergency service. Call the Glass Doctor, we'll fix your pains. Oh, yeah. Back here in the Dirt Talk Nation final segment before we get out today. But I just want to remind you guys, racing all weekend. I don't see anything in the in the forecast. Thankfully, we might get two weekends in a row of double night race action. First time in about six weeks we've been able to do that. 
So come out tomorrow night, RPM Speedway in Crandall, Texas. Check out all the information there at rpmdirt.com. Gates open at 5.30. Green flag drops at 7.30. And then Saturday night, we'll be back to racing at the Devil's Bowl Speedway. You can order your tickets by calling 972-222-2421 on tomorrow. Get all the information at devilsbowl.com. Gates open at 6. Racing starts at 8. And I actually have a Devil's Bowl slash... You turned me on. Well, did I didn't have to turn you on. Did you say... Green flag at 7.30 at RPM or Devil's Is that right? And, uh, no. It's 8.30. Is it 8.30? All right, so You'll look. I people just, driving in traffic jams, driving hey, look, each I copied and, in the race car. I copied and pasted from rpmdirt.com so don't yell well, at me they're wrong yeah it's okay. <laughs> all right so look i do have a track concession stand question that i was told that i need to talk to you about so why do we have different things at different tracks different food items because there's something that needs to be at both tracks that i i desperately need to eat on saturday just because here's the deal devil's bowl is mexican food french fries Always been that way. It's always been that way. Okay. They're famous for the Mexican food and the French fries. Yeah, if you go to Devil's Bowl, RPM, get a bean burrito. Famous for their walking taco. That's hey, that's Mexican food. That should be at the Devil's Bowl too. Because <laughs> that's exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, that walking taco is the bomb. I get to the look. Uh, the here's burrito my, supreme at the bowl is the bomb. Look, let me tell you something. Here's my RPM thing. I get to RPM about five o'clock. On Friday, everybody's like, "Why you used to get there so early?" Because I got my stuff to set up, and then I walk down to the concession stand. I get a walking taco, and then I walk through the pits, BSing with everybody, eating a walking taco. That's every Friday night, and I want to do that on Saturday too. But no, I can't. I there's no walking taco. Burrito or taco? I'm telling you, if you've never had a Devil's Bowl bean burrito, they're the bomb. <laughs> and the walking taco is the best, man. No. Yes. No. Yes. I'm a fat kid. If it was up look, to me, who you calling? Look, who are you talking to? <laughs> See, if it was up to me, that I think I think both tracks need to put in funnel cakes, but that's just me. Man, well they're good. I like them. Yeah. Funnel cakes. Funnel are good See, stuff. I love State Fair time because it's time to start getting funnel yeah, cakes. Yeah, buddy, that's coming up in the near future. So we'll too. have a big show and have funnel cakes back. And I that's think another draw. Yeah, yeah. Good see, idea. I love it. I, what is your favorite event of the year at the Devil's Bowl? Mine? Because we got the spring nationals. We got the winter nationals. You got the summer nationals. Fourth yeah. of July. Well, of July. Okay, well, yeah, now that cool. I, well, now that I've got my 360 car, um, well, it used to be spring nationals, winter nationals, summer nationals. Well, now that I've got a 360 car, that means it's time to, i got to race with the national tour guys. Well, now they're not as fun because, you know, it, the competition, you know, like instead of watching a good show, now I'm trying to, you know, race be with all the good Yeah, show. be in the good show. So. No, any of those, the, anytime the ASC outlaws, when the outlaws show up, that's good. Hey, why? when I was a kid, there used to be that guy that show up on his jet motorcycle. You remember that? Oh, yeah. Whatever happened to him? Well, he's no longer. Oh, okay. No, that answers that question <laughs> real quick. It's a four-wheeler, and he had a jet, a helicopter jet motor on it. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, that was one of my favorite things growing up is going to <laughs> Devil's Bowl, sitting up in the grandstands, and I'd be like five or six years old. We had all and there'd be a guy that would show up in like a jet it, it, I mean, it had a freaking jet engine. It was so loud, man. It, I remember being a kid. That was my Monster favorite thing. Monster cars. Dad was. There's no more. Well, all the. Uh, we need some evil Knievel type all action. All the daredevils. Right. All the daredevils nowadays. They charge an arm and leg, and I understand why, because it's their life. But back in the day, when we had uh, Roy Carter, 
Uh, I can't remember that. Guy. Reminds me of that. Remember that show? Uh, uh, Bo, uh, not Bozo the Clown, but this guy, this clown, had a wheelie car. He did a lot of stuff. Uh, we used to have tons of uh, Joy Chitwood used to come all the time. But it's gotten so expensive, man. I'd have to charge fifty dollars a ticket. Yeah, reminds me of Super Dave Osborne from that movie. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's on Showtime. Right. Super Dave Osborne right. on the TV show, always doing crazy stuff. You're like, what are you doing? It's nuts. Uh, uh, Spangler, you know, his crew, man, they're ten, fifteen thousand dollars. Yowza. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. I'd have to say the ASCS shows though. Those are, to me, the the Outlaws put on a good show. Um, well, I'd, I'd probably say the Outlaws number one, but. ASCS is pretty cool. You, you don't realize um, when you go watch how hard it is to compete with those guys, but that's what they do for a living. You know, they go up and down the road racing sprint cars, and if you do it for a hobby and you race one or two times a week, that's not good enough. You know, those guys are racing three, four times a week. So five. Yeah, yeah five or whatever. If you're or if you're, you know, if, uh, like Sammy. I mean, I mean, when he shows up, I mean, it, it's it's hard to race with those guys. You know, because that they've been doing it so many but years. But you can one test time, where you test your metal, man. Yep. One time, Daddy, when this is when Sammy, he was fast back in the day. Federal Express sponsored him. He can pull in the gate, and them guys go, hey, hey, he's late. You have to start him on the back, Daddy. You say, I can start him in that cornfield, and y'all can't outrun that boy. He <laughs> 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 was fast, I'm telling you. Yeah, that was, uh, you know, the, the first time I ever took my girls to the races, obviously they watched their mom go-kart race back in the day, but uh, we took them to the Devil's Bowl for the first time. It was spring nationals last year, you know, when it was – 30 degrees outside and freezing yeah. cold and we lost electricity and everything it was insanely cold outside uh but aside from the freezing cold the girls loved it and so this year uh we were in san antonio for spring break and of course the spring nationals are the weekend at the end of spring break and i was down there and i called, picked up the phone and i called beverly and i was like hey uh i need you know five tickets we had uh, we had a foreign exchange student with us so i was like hey i'm gonna teach her you know take her to the devil's ball It'd be cool stuff and so what we do is we have this thing. Everybody gets five dollar, five one dollar, or ten one dollar bills, and everybody bets on each race. My fourteen year old won most of the money. She's picking out stuff. But my wife, I'm telling you right now, when they start lining up, my wife will be the first one to go. Sammy Swindell. <laughs> no matter where he starts. No matter where no he starts, she would pick him up every time, and uh, she won, and she lost. So and feel like that. modifieds get out there. All the all right, here come the modifieds. Clyde Junior. Oh crap. Yeah, there's a few out there like that. There, yeah, yeah, there are. And uh, see, now I'm well versed, so I would, I, I can't participate. Opperman, this guy named Jan Opperman used to come in. Nobody knew who in the hell he was, man. He just take their money like nobody's business. Yeah, but he was an outlaw. That's what he did. He raced three or four or five times a week. Man, that's uh, see, and that's just it's insane, man. That like I look at the cars and I'm like, man, I don't know if I could. Tr I'm old though. Yeah, you know, like I t I'm 43, and I'm like, I don't. Mm -mm. When I was your age, I would have been like, hell yeah, let's do that. Yeah. And now at 43, I'm like, hell no, I'm gonna stay up here and talk about it while you fools get out there and do it. That's what I'm gonna do. All you gotta do is one time, and you'll never, mm -mm. you'll never quit. <clears throat> Let me tell you something. You don't know my wife, so uh, my wife would be like, yeah, not happening. So I, I had tried, attempted to talk her into let me buy like maybe a factory stock for my 15 year old, and she was like. Mm -mm. That they ain't happening, so you can just go and hang that up. See, right I'm now. probably too hot-headed to to drive a car. Me too, at 43, because I'm be, like, I don't like I'd getting be, hit. No. I don't like being bumped. I don't like traffic. Man, I don't like none of that. No, I, I, man, I know that. I know that. So, <laughs> well, guys, that brings us to the end of the seven o'clock hour, which means the end 
of the Dirt Talk Nation for this week. Join us next Thursday night. It'll be the driver of the 25C and the number 82. 25C limited modified and the 82 modified. That is the one and only Max Eddie Thomas. The driver of the 29X modified. That is Lance Plant and the Baby Oil Express. Both of those guys will be in studio next week. Going to try to get Ricky Randall in. We'll talk about the Shriner racing going down next Friday and Saturday night Absolutely. at RPM and Devil's Bowl. It's a great cause. Uh, great reason for you guys to come out. I want to thank Austin. I want to thank uh, Bobby. Bobby. Yeah, Bobby Ruff. Badass Bobby Ruff. No, let me tell you no. what, what I used to call him. This boy's got a pretty smile. We used to call him Pretty Boy Floyd. <laughs> <laughs> so we want to thank Bobby Ruff and always Lanny Edwards and everybody for tuning in with us this week. And you need to join us next week. Podcast will be up later tonight at dirttalknation.com if this is your first time listening hey go to dirttalknation.com click podcast and you can go back and listen to all the shows between episode one and now and we'll get ready for next week's shows be sure to join us tomorrow night rpm speedway gates open it is 5 30 right gates open at 5 30 races at 8 30 we'll start hot lapping about 7 45 so it'll be good stuff so come on out hey look you like cold beer they don't have it there Bring cash bring money. Own. Bring your own in the cooler and bring cash money. All right, that's how that works out there. I made the mistake last week of showing up with no cash in my pocket. That was Oh, uh, yeah, we don't have an ATM. Yeah, so. no ATM there. So get on out there and then get on out to the Devil's Bowl on Saturday night for Lanny Edwards, for Austin Monday, for Bobby Ruffin. This thank is Will Riggs. And we thank you guys for tuning in and joining in the Dirt Talk Nation. And we thank you for your time. And until next time, so long, everybody.